This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the Giant Beast Cast. Here we are. I open this show uh, visually without a fade this time again. I introduced some new transitions into my OBS. Sometimes they're mapped to the keys. I don't know. I got to figure that one out. But I'm here to do a podcast. The visual stuff. Hey, that's all gravy. You just need to hear these dulcet tones coming out of my throat box. Ooh, that's gross. Uh, it is episode, what do we got here? 271, uh, Thursday, July 30th, Friday, July 30, or Friday the 31st? 31 days in July. You all, you all September. right, Vinny? Am I okay? <laughs> Why? Why is do you anyone? Ask? Why? I don't know. I, no, that, sound, that was real smooth. Yeah, I'm so good, I'm going to start with Jeff Bacalar today. Wow, look at this. What's up, hey. Jeff Bacalar? Oh, I'm doing great. I'm just, honestly, this is one of the highlights of my week. Hanging out with my three friends here mm. and uh, getting through the day, mm-hmm. getting through the week, getting mm-hmm. through it all. What you drinking? Thanks for having me, back. What, what do you got going on there? I'm drinking, um, so this is, uh, look, I like seltzer, like flavored seltzer. Okay. And uh, I'm now drinking some fucking, this looks like like the, the Stop and Shop brand of that. Mm. Uh, and that's what I'm drinking right now. I, I Terribly interesting, I know, but. This is what I'm uh, I'm drinking. So you don't have you one of those uh, 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 soda water things for your fridge, like that take the no, little. You know, I'm thinking about investing in one of those Jimmy Jams. What do you think? We got um, one. I got one for my wife a while ago. She was she uses it once in a while. Uh, oh you know, really? I, I feel yeah. like I'd be cranking that thing all the time. I hear that you got to refill the thing, like the canisters. The canisters are kind of expensive. I just talked to somebody about this because I was mm-hmm. like, maybe I should get one. I'm at home all the time drinking a little seltzer. Got to yeah. refill the canisters. They recommended mm-hmm. getting two because it's really cheap to refill them. It's less cheap to like buy them like full out. So they would like put one in, refill the other one, and then keep swapping them. The CO two canisters. Yeah. Abby bubble, Russell, what canisters. are you drinking over there? It looks like, sh- oh, you know what? They're not sponsoring the show. It looks like some uh, carbonated uh, they clear They could beverage. be sponsoring. Delicious be. Schweppes, no, orange sparkling not, seltzer no. water. So delicious. No. It's my favorite no. drink when I podcast. <laughs> Please it. pay We're me not, no. and send me free seltzer. No. Schweppes. No. I love Schweppes. Schweppes. When Schweppes, I drink Schweppes, her- I go... Schweppes. Mm, Schweppes. Send me a Herman Miller chair. That Schweppes. sounds like Schweppes. <laughs> if Schweppes sends you a Herman Miller chair, not me, I'll die. <laughs> Alex Schweppes. Navarro, uh, what do you? What beverage do you have for the folks at home? 
Well, Abby, I, it, it, I'm pivoting off of your delicious orange Schweppes. Uh, perhaps you would like to try new Schweppes pomegranate wow. flavor. Oh, it's delicious. Wow. wow, what a bunch mm. of Schweppes <laughs> over here. Mm. Um, oh. Watery and flavorful. <laughs> <laughs> Bubbly and watery. Yeah. Yummy, uh, all natural. I, uh, I just have coffee. And you know what? Water. It is the water is filtered through my refrigerator's filtered though, so look out. I had New to, Jersey um, water, kind of gross tasting. Really? Yeah, I don't yeah, love. I don't not, love so New wait, Jersey water. Which places good have good water? Which I know water. New York water is like primo water. New York oh, City, good, good water. San Francisco, good water. Um, okay. Hetch Hetchy, is that right, Alex? Is that where that water comes from? Yes, Hetch Hetchy. Yes. Uh, That's in. It's like uh, it's an aquifer, I think, in Yosemite. Um, uh, L.A. pretty good water, I think, because it d- drains San Francisco. <laughs> and then they, they <laughs> I think there's <laughs> isn't that you know the pipes along the grapevine, grapevine right, or like just pipes coming from San Francisco. Um, yeah, upstate New York, pretty good water. Uh, New Jersey uh, mentioned this a long time ago, but new listeners might not know. Uh, we have our own water, and we do not flora. We do not fluorinate the water here in uh, New Jersey. One, one of two states, I believe, in the union that do not. I think it is. I think it's us in Alaska. No, that's why growing up, my, my parents fed me those chewable fluoride, fluoride tablets. Tablets. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Fascinating. Yeah, I guess I take water the, uh, fluoride for granted. Time yeah. out. Speaking yeah. of fascinating. I stopped drinking as much coffee. Have you noticed that? I was drinking. I, I did notice. I did notice that. Yeah. <laughs> I did. Uh, yeah, I noticed. Every well, morning who, I was like, is he getting his coffee in? Peeking yeah. in your yeah, windows? Yeah, someone who, who, who peers into your life through your webcam on a regular basis. I'm seeing you drinking coffee all the time, man. Right. So uh, I went from uh, two cups in the morning to uh-huh. one cup in the morning. Wow. I don't know what it is. Maybe I needed it when I was commuting, but now that I'm just sitting at my stupid chair all day, it's like. 12 o'clock would come by and I felt like my heart was beating out of my chest. Oh, and I'm like, something's going on. That's not good. I got to stop drinking so much coffee. I stopped drinking that second cup and I feel great. Can I ask wow. you a coffee One question here? Um, what do you consider, what's a cup for you? Is it like a big old mug or is it just like a, like um, when you big made the pot, bug. when you made the pot of coffee, would you say a cup would be what they measure a cup on, on the pot? No, it's a, okay. No, no, no. Two cups in the coffee maker is one normal human cup. Okay. All right. So you're, t- so you're having like four that. cups of coffee. I guess I was like six <laughs> ounce cups, wherever the hell you want to call it. Yeah. But okay. um, if you do like a standard mug coffee, that's like two cups. Oh, it's like the really? the Grover here is like two. At yeah, least two that's cups. like a two cupper. Yeah, that's I, a two-cupper. I held up a Grover mug. Um, I have about that in the morning. Well, from seven to twelve is like the two cups. I feel like that does me right. I stopped making coffee in the afternoon at some point, mostly because I'm lazy, and cleaning the Ooh. French press is a uh, pain in the butt. For me, for me, that's me. Uh, hey, you're listening to Giant Beast Cast here. Uh, boy, how's everybody doing? Great, fantastic. It's uh, it's getting warm. It's getting warm everywhere. Uh, it's not getting warm. It's, it's been it's warm. It's been fucking hot, Vinny. You need to you stop what skirting were ta- around what were you talking the about? goddamn thing. What were we talking about? It we were is talking ungodly. To Brad on the, uh, I think it was Brad on Sea of Thieves, and he was like, oh, man, San Francisco this time of year. It's just foggy so foggy and i miss the sun oh, man i was like <laughs> i was like man i miss the 75 degree or 70 degrees and foggy i'll take that over the humid uh 95 degree uh thing we got going on though i do love it i, well, I just like- looked at san francisco weather a couple days ago because somebody tweeted out something in regards to that and it was like 64 to 70 i'm just like get the fuck out of here <laughs> yeah 
I mean, what's like, going the on? Thing, it's not like they're absolved of it because San Francisco in the Bay Area gets the delayed summer, uh, the the late summer that kind of runs all the way through September, and it gets. Not as much in San Francisco proper, but the rest of the Bay Area, it gets boiling oh, yeah. ass hot in oh, August yeah. and September there Good. in a way oh, really? that is uh, oh, yeah. is desperately unpleasant. It, it's it's very hot in like the East Bay and Northern, but not nearly as humid as like uh, New York and no, the, it's not. It doesn't really get the humidity at all. But anyway, it's hot. It's 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 August in in New York and New Jersey. It's that time. It's only gonna get hotter as we talk about some video games that uh, mm, I'm gonna go. say I um. I took my t- three hours this week that I would normally take to play video games outside of work. Uh, that is mm-hmm. uh, spread out over three days. Kids have been having a tough time going to sleep, and that really affects that nighttime mm-hmm. schedule. And I watched the um, I watched three episodes of that uh, uh, Tales from the Loop that I've been meaning to watch. Oh, the the Amazon series. This is I not the pilot one. <laughs> yeah, also not an ad. Thank you, Schweppes. Uh, <laughs> I watched the first one. You did, and what did you think? I thought it was it's a little slow. You thought the first one was slow. I, I, so slow. If people kind of knew what was going on, so it's it's very loosely, I think, based off of the artwork of Simon Stalinhag. Stalinhag. I think Um, it's very directly based on his artwork. You do? I feel like I feel. I mean, they basically like mirror one to one a lot of his (sighs) compositions. Like, uh, yes, but okay. I don't want to step all over your shit here. I'm just saying. I think the fiction that he sort of created around all of his art is less popularized than actually yes. the striking visuals of yeah. his art, right? So we we understand that the 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 accuracy and the closeness to which the show is based on his lore, I'm not totally uh, sure of and can't really speak to. But I think compositionally, if you're looking at the 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 you know the just the aesthetic of what that show does, I feel like it's it's kind of nailing that. Pretty, oh yeah. I, so pretty, I don't mean I don't mean to say good. that the show doesn't look like his art because it does. I just I think so. When I say loosely based on, I mean like they basically take the visual representation from these stills or these you know paintings that he's done and uh, make a show around it. Uh, they base the show in Ohio, uh, in this kind of small town where some uh, a loop. This basically this. Uh, the shorthand I would use for this, it's kind of like Twilight Zone meets Control. It's um yeah. Well, it, there the, the, are the stories all connected, or is it just like one off? So that's kind of the interesting thing. Having watched three now, there is a through line because it's the same right, town, right. and the characters will basically tag team to another character that you met in yeah. the previous episode. They bump into each other. Right? Yeah, so you'll kind of have a consistent through line. I don't think it resets uh, like each cool. time. But it's it's neat if you have. I think the visuals of of Solenhag stuff is is very striking, like you said. I think it loses yeah. some of that in the the show because I think the thing that was really appealing to me about his artwork was the story that's told through the art and not necessarily explicitly explained. Like what is going on in this picture, and you kind of get the explicit explanation from the show, or at least some a little bit more of it. But it was it was it's cool, and it definitely had control vibes. In the sense that there are these uh, weird things happening, and they're almost objects of power within the within that world. Definitely. Um, so yeah, uh, it's neat. Anyway, that's the game I played. <laughs> Other than that, for work, yeah, you could check mm-hmm. out uh, Grounded. Uh, we can all talk about that, or most of us here. I don't know, Backler, you played any of it? I haven't, and I feel like it's probably pretty good for for my kid to check out, but um, I have not 
I don't know. It, but it's basically <laughs> like Honey I Shrunk the Kids, right? Yeah, it's but more it's... like Honey Who Shrunk the Kids. <laughs> That's the kind of the seems like the central mystery of like why are we shrunk? How did Got this it. happen? And also, it's like um, I wouldn't say overly violent, but it is it is a survival game. So there's a, there's a lot of bug guts. There's yeah. bug guts, and you, you could hit the other players, and uh, uh, you go down, and uh, you know re- respawn. It's um, so grounded is a four up to four player co op survival game where you are shrunk it down it is an early access it is on um game pass i believe on pc and on xbox uh xbox one uh it's it's like there i I, there's something there yeah it's it's there i i you can watch us play we played it uh on the back half of our cb's play date but we broke it out on the site if you want to check it out there's an unfinished brad put that up as an unfinished as well it's there i it's, I think it's a little rough in some spots, but I I like the atmosphere and I like the setting a lot. I, I love I love what you're supposed to be doing. I'm just not sure I love doing it in the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love the idea that you're going to craft this armor out of ant pieces and you're going to craft this spear out of a you know a, a weed and all this stuff. Uh, and then doing it, I think maybe I don't love as much right now. It's still early. They'll they'll hopefully refine some stuff, tune some stuff. There's like a Hunger and thirst mechanic that are not my favorite things, even in survival sim games. I know they're there for a reason, but uh, they can become tedious as you're trying to do stuff. Then you got to refill this hunger meter or this um, the thirst meter. I also feel like one that seemed like they went down quickly, like your thirst would go down every time you would like hit something with an axe. And it was like, that's a lot of what you're doing. So it just felt like they were also going down very quickly. In addition to like, I was feel like I was trying to learn all of these other systems. So having those things to deal with on top of being like, well, I don't know what grass does. How do I make an axe and all of this stuff? I think was just like a little bit overwhelming at first. Maybe once you like play more of it, it gets a little easier. But I, I mean, I'm sure it does, but. And that's definitely one of those things they can tune in there um, right. over the course of the game with, with a breadcrumb trail and kind of maybe isolating the player to a starting zone and then and moving them on. But yeah, it's uh, it, the exploration was a lot of fun. I had fun yeah. like walking yes. through the tall grass and, and finding these giant size uh, objects and then kind of this mystery going on and, and we didn't kind of uncover what the source of it is, but that is appealing to me and I look forward to seeing where they go with it. Again, you can kind of check out what that looks like either if you have game pass or um, you can go check out uh, the unfinished. That's obsidian doing that one. So hopefully there's some fun story stuff going on there. I keep forgetting that that's an obsidian game. Yeah. Wild, right? That's wild. Uh, We also played some deep rock galactic again on the site. You can check that out. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. That's a, I've been playing that more than I thought I would um, recently. And it's it is fun. Uh, I don't need to go over all the mechanics again. The game's been out for a bit, but uh, it's again another four player up to four player co op thing. You can do it solo if you want, and you're basically mining and uh, mining mission specific ore or any ore underground as these four dwarves. But you also have guns, and there's a lot of battling mm-hmm. happening as you f- also fight bugs. Uh, continuing with Paper Mario Origami King, though that's kind of slowed down uh, because it has been. Rele- relegated to the off hours now uh and as that time is eaten up uh you know the kids are on the the machine the kids are gaming all the time my son beat it uh and now oh, he's wow. moved on to, uh, to other games was very proud came downstairs gave him a high five he was a super you know did one of those things of like hey dad i just beat uh paper mario 
Like, that's awesome. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that's pretty good. Pretty. Uh... No, you don't get a race your allowance for that. <laughs> uh, it's, it's like, when's that review going up? Uh, so yeah. <laughs> get to work. Yeah. And I, we talked about how uh, how long it was, and like, well, you've been playing a lot of games, huh? Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I look forward to now beating it. Though it did take some of the wind out of myself because I saw a lot of what he was doing, so I kind of know what's coming up, and then now I just have to go do it uh, on his save. Uh, I've been also trying to sneak in some gaming while I'm watching the kids in the morning to see what their tolerance for not having them play but me playing and them just watching me play uh not high on paper mario uh they mm. they will not just watch me go find toads uh mm. not super high i tried grim fandango i thought that might be appealing for them because i love that game uh my daughter was not that interested in it uh tetris effect though they enjoy watching the backgrounds running through the backgrounds in oh, tetris effect but i've made it through the whole thing again i don't know if we'll be able to do another run through it um so yeah trying to Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Find stuff to do that is not necessarily dumping all the toys on the floor and playing for hours. Just do what I did every summer, which is just sit in front of the TV all day. Just give them so every I episode sa- of SpongeBob. So I save that I think- for my wife's shift so she can, yeah. she's got the, the longer shift with the kids and they've been, uh, they've been doing a lot more uh, out, like our pool is open and then they've been doing a really mm. good job with the social distancing at the pool. So they've been going there. And it's not crowded at all. I guess they have uh, nice. they have lifeguards and social distance guards that like that stay oh. in the pool to make sure the kids stay away from each other, so that like, the lifeguards, back up, Timmy, yeah, back exactly, the fuck up, so that Timmy. the lifeguards don't yeah. have to like worry about that at all, right? So they That's have separate good. people that are just in the pool for that, uh, and then it's bring your own chair, and they have circles painted yeah. on the floor and that whole thing. So uh, thank goodness for that too, because it, the kids love going to the pool. Uh, and, uh, so, but I do save That's, the like pure screen time stuff be like, they didn't watch any screens. Just go ahead, sit, plop them down. We'll go watch whatever you want. Um, and they only watched me play Tetris effect. It's yeah. becoming a hmm. thing in my house. Uh, you know, we're trying to, they, they go to the pool a lot, like maybe three to four times a week, mm. which is a lot. Um, I just, you know, I don't know when I was a kid, I went to camp, obviously, you know, camps a, a dicey thing, you know, anywhere in New Jersey, it, seems like there are camps open but we decided not to to send them um but like yeah you always you know i it's like a personal thing where you like juggle that that screen time sort of thing and you know for me i i always remember when i was a kid i would like i'd get home from camp and i'd play nintendo for a very long time (laughs) Uh until it was like dinner time and i and i think that's okay there's you know you have like 
hours and hours and hours of baking in the sun and and doing that kind of thing and I think it's you always know? the thing I'll always say. It's up to the parents and the kids. Yeah. Like, oh, it totally is. It's, read your, well, it's you got to read your own kids. situation, and uh, you know, some some kids are okay with it. Some kids, it's too much. You know, some. I, you know, at some point, the balance for us is. I realized my son would do it all the time. Like he, there is no right. There's no self regulation. So you can't let that. You got to intervene there, right? Like. Yeah, so it, it would become, and I get it, as, as we probably all get it, games are freaking fun. <laughs> of course I would play them, given the opportunity, I would play them all the time. Uh, the only thing that I try to see if we can do is experience a little, something else. Just try some other stuff out. There, you're only going to be a kid once. Let's, you know, sure. There's, there's going to be a time, probably within a year or two, where you're going to be like, I don't really want to play with you anymore, dad. <laughs> it's okay. So, mm-hmm. uh, let's get that. Let's go do all that stuff. At least a little bit. Now we're still going to play games. Games are for the rest of your life. Some of this other stuff, maybe, maybe not. We'll see. But you know, some of this right. other stuff, uh, is, is only for now. So yeah, I think of trying other things, it's weird. It's a weird balance. I would, it would never tell any other parent how to do it. You do what you need of to course. do. It's just, you know, yeah, it's tough. Tough. Um, game, also, other I game? don't know. I feel like yeah. when I was a kid, Maybe that's just because my family didn't think about it, but I feel like there was never a discussion of like screen time. Like screens are so ubiquitous now. I don't know. I can't imagine growing up when it's like cell phones are readily at hand and everyone has computers. Like for me, we had like a shared family computer. Mm -hmm. We had a shared TV. And then maybe I had like a DS or a shared family game console. Like it's just, it's interesting. I'm trying to think like I I definitely watched a ton of TV growing up uh, to the point where it did have to be regulated by my parents. But the computer was very much a thing that I was encouraged to use as often as possible. Uh, You know, it was like my dad's little Apple II that, uh, you know, had like edutainment software on it and whatnot. Like they were all like, yeah, this is going to be great for your learning. It's going to be great for your education. You know, it's it's good for you to learn computer stuff. And granted, my dad is a giant computer nerd. Mm -hmm. So that, you know, makes sense why he would push me in that direction. But I also wonder now if I asked him, he's like, so, pushing me in front of the computer all those times. Still feel good about that? I'd, I'd be curious to see what his answer was. He'd be like, yeah, you're making a living from it. Yeah, that worked out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You regret good, that right? AOL subscription or what? <laughs> I'll just take your welcome. Think, That's it, Alex. I feel like also probably growing up in like a single parent household is maybe different of like my mom was just being like, just go in front of the TV or my dad being like, yeah, just watch a thing and like I can actually like get something done. Yeah. Uh, well, the thing that I run into too, talking to other parents who are like, well, you know, we just, we just, um, you know, use the iPad or we just we let them mm-hmm. watch TV. Uh, people who only have one kid also, I feel like that's so much more manageable because w- with the two of them, there's just fighting over what to watch or what to play or what oh, to do. Sure. Right. And it's just like, I had the iPad first or like I had this and then you have to figure out what to do with the other kid and be like, well, you guys decide on something to watch together. Okay. Ten minutes later, one of them comes out of the room. I don't want to watch that thing anymore. And it's like, oh, man, this was supposed to be the downtime. This was the time. Uh, <laughs> and I guess you could have two TVs or two iPads or do whatever. But um, the I, the thing I am not worried about with my kids is them not having exposure to computers <laughs> or, or being computer literate. Like, I feel like that was maybe a fear of us growing up. Like, you need to learn how to use a computer and to type and use the Internet. My kids are, I feel like, the exception. We, so in our public school, they don't get laptops. I think I think at some point they get Chromebooks, maybe fifth or sixth grade. But I know a oh, lot wow. of school districts that, uh, and it's not it's not like a wealth thing either. It's a lot of school districts just get um, 
uh, laptops for for the kids to use. They are That's Chromebooks wild. and stuff like that. Yeah, or, or like from kindergarten. Um, I know my my brother's a teacher in a, a not a, a wealthy district, and they just they manage their Chromebooks and they all get them. And um, I mean, it's helped out for this stuff, right? For when it, with the remote oh, learning. Sure. But uh, I think that's, I mean, that's the world we live in, right? Like, you probably, mm-hmm. you're better off knowing how to use a Chromebook than knowing how to write in script. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I just wish my, you know, I wish my parents took that advice for their own good. <laughs> you gotta get them a Chromebook? I, I just, you know, I, Are you I feel like there's a show somewhere where I know it sounds like cliched of like, you know, the parent calling the child and be like, how do I get to the app store? Like <laughs> that kind of thing. But it's fucking real and it's fucking real awful. Like, oh, yeah. Tech to, support I, for parents is a, is, a, is a real growing concern. It is such a fucking nightmare. With uh, Anyway, I have a I have a family member who is ill right now. And so we we want to start setting up like weekly Zoom meetings with him. And I. So we did one this past weekend, and I was terrified that mm-hmm. my parents were not going to be able to figure out this technology uh, because they are not the best at, well, figuring out technology that I I or one of my step-siblings has not set up for them. Uh, but other than, like, a half-second of audio issue, like, they figured it out. They got it together, and they just they did it. And you know what? Your, your elderly parents are evolving. They are capable <laughs> of evolving. They are capable of learning. They can still do it. It's don't Never doubt them. The possibility is always there for for further growth and further learning. Uh, I, uh, yes, maybe, sure. <laughs> I, I said I, the possibility. I did. They have to execute on that, but there's always the possibility. He, what? He, man, I, I, it's my bad for not keeping a log of all the fucking insane questions I've received from this man. But that's uh, that's what what a what a what better way to keep a constant dialogue no. open with your your no. your kids How and grandkids you than, to, to see <laughs> than to get them to do tech support for you. Yeah. <laughs> How dare <laughs> you? Like and and he's like this, you know, Queens guy, so he gets this accent in his voice where he calls up and he goes, and it's fucking Wi-Fi and it's fucking printer. What what is happening? I'm like, I don't know what's going on with your shit, Dad. Why I tell you, I don't understand how anything gets done. Okay. Ah, uh, the great Wi-Fi printer conundrum. <laughs> yes, we've all experienced that at one time or another in our lives. Yes, uh, 11 times a month, apparently. <laughs> I mean, like a lot of stuff is set up to not be, to be a pain in the butt if you ever have to do more than just turn it on and sync it. Like, plug and play think, is, sure, is the I worst. Sure, but I do think there's a language. There's a language that certain generations speak that certain generations are not fluent in. I think. Well, I feel yeah, like but, but, with my parents, at least. I mean, my dad's very tech savvy. But with like my mother, yeah, and he's forty. So I mean, well, yeah, know. my parents. He's fifties, but yes. But I remember. I remember him from high school. He was super. He was super tech savvy. <laughs> <laughs> he was super tech savvy. Y'all have met my parents. <laughs> he was what? He was captain of the computer club, right? <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, I know with my mom, it's more a fear of like failing you know it's like well i'm just gonna mess it up worse i also think what's like a lot of tech stuff you know there's a cliche of like it's like well just restart your computer and it solves the problem and i think it is a lot of like 
I know, Vinny, you've experienced this where it's like, I don't know what we did, but it's working now. Yeah. And it, there's not always like an easy answer. And like sometimes it is an easy answer and they just don't know what they're doing. But <laughs> I do think that is also like very intimidating for a lot of people instead of just it like is. knowing that like, hey, you just got to like poke some buttons, figure it out, Google some things and hopefully it'll work. But, but and, and, and I'm with you. This my my uh, my attitude is a result from literal literal decades of this happening okay so it's not like there wasn't a time where i was just like oh dad we're gonna Jeff, teach you computers you made the Here mistake go, of getting baby. a career in tech that's definitely <laughs> that's right you too. are you do work for a company oh, called cena mm. i should be asking said, you about tv yeah. and speakers recommendations well what pisses me off more about that i get it you want to ask me a question about what's the best router to buy even though i don't fucking know either i'm just going to go to the goddamn website <laughs> oh, actually and look uh, it up. jeff i was mean to ask you what's the best router to buy <laughs> no you, you <laughs> did for real ask me that number <laughs> yeah. number two uh <laughs> uh yeah like i'm just you know but what bothers me is when people just assume that like i know everything like i know i know the car tech i know every like no i don't not at all all right, okay. I'm sorry. That's my car. Had to get that off. Uh, Look, I'm on PTO this week. All right. Nice. Yeah. Thanks oh, for being wow. here. You're not supposed to, to be this? here. Thanks I for being here. I would Yeah. Yeah. Come on. We, like wow. I said, it's be- it's one of now the best I feel like a heel for actually skipping out during my PTO last week. Yeah, oh, I did. Yeah, yeah. I, was I just always a piece will. Of shit. Yeah, yeah. Bye. Okay. No, um, I'm gonna go check. No, it. Like I said, it's my pleasure to see you people. Thanks. Thanks. Good seeing you too, buddy. Even though you're not drinking drinking delicious Schweppes. Don't. Uh, I, I mean to get some. I mean time. to get some. Why are you so upset by it? Uh, Why? They're paying they, they good pay. money for this. No, they got to pay to, pay to play Look, here. Okay. I, I mean, I would stop talking about it if it didn't taste so damn oh, delicious. Geez, this is the worst. Oh, oh it's so refreshing. Oh, why are you doing it too? Everybody stop. Here we go. Because I'm literally drinking Schweppes also. Oh, yeah, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably real good. Yeah. It's not bad. Um... What are we talking about? Video games. Uh, uh, games. Abby, uh, aside from Grounded, uh, Deep Rock Galactic, what else have you been up to? Great question. I will look at my notes because I already forget. I do know I've been playing good Sudoku, which is an app for the iPhone. I assume it's on other things. I'm not sure. There's a free version. I paid for it because I don't like dealing with free apps and the annoyingness of them. Anyway, it's a Sudoku app that has a lot of tools in place to try and better teach you tricks for Sudoku. Hmm. Um, and when I first started playing it, I was like, this is too fucking easy. They're telling me all the answers and like a lot of it was automated in a way that just made me feel like I wasn't doing anything. Um, but the more I play it, there is still some of that where I feel like, okay, well, I'm not really thinking y'all are doing half the work for me. But also there is a lot of just like, well, it's nice that they like pre-noted everything just so I don't have to do it like it just gets rid of some of the busy work of sudoku which is nice um but i'm enjoying it you know i mean i like sudoku (laughs) it's a really clean interface so it's like a good sudoku app at the very least um and it's just it's an easy thing to just like mindlessly play a little bit of sudoku um i don't know if i'm necessarily getting better but i do enjoy it it's it's a well-done app even though it my phone basically catches on fire every time i play it good sudoku there's a there's a certain like point in Sudoku logic where I, my brain can't uh, like wrap its head around it. Mm. My brain can't wrap. Your yeah. Brain, yeah. 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 My brain's head. Uh, yeah. I just, it has to, do, I can't really describe it, but it has to do with like, I, there, I, when I used to really be into it with uh, Brain Age, Brain Age got me into Sudoku oh, in a huge age. way where there was like the daily puzzles, right? Was that what mm-hmm. it was? I think they had daily puzzles. I think so. And 
Um, and then, you know, it would just help me pass time on the beach uh, because, you know, I don't want to be on the fucking beach. Brought your, and, you brought your DS to the beach? No, yeah. that, I wouldn't do that. I th- I definitely have done that, but I also would it's bring sand like, you know, your the, crack. The, your hinge. Right. And I would do the, uh, you know, the pen and paper <laughs> Sudoku. They sell that too at the, at the beach. So I there only is know tech like, Sudoku. I need to, but there is like a certain level of difficulty that I have to surpass that I, that I always run into with those things. And you're saying this has not helped you become a better player. <laughs> it, are you asking, did I say not? What? Yeah. Did you said it did. You said you don't think you're getting better, right? I don't know. I mean, I think that like, there are some things it's like putting vocabulary to that. I think I was already doing with Sudoku or like, Got you know it. how sometimes you'll see like, Oh, well these two in this like house is like mm. the, the yes. nine by nine square. It's like these two are in these two boxes together and they're like the only two in this house. So you know that these two must be these two numbers. Like now right. there's like a word for that. And like, it was a method I was already doing before, but it's like articulated much better. And they have those that like break them down in a way that I think make it a little bit easier to think about, especially if, not to say that I'm like amazing at Sudoku, but like I like puzzles. I'm pretty good at puzzles. <laughs> so oh. like the little the little hair sweep really was yeah. a good point of emphasis there. <laughs> um, but like I feel like for somebody who maybe like doesn't have like doesn't know how to conceptualize it, I think sometimes it helps to just have it like written down of like here is like the cut and dry thing to know what to look for. Um, so I do think sure. it's a good tool for folks to help get better. Um, it's still you know they're definitely it's very challenging. Um, I, but yeah, I, I'm I playing am, good Sudoku. I've, I've never time. enjoyed Sudoku, and I watched oh, that wow. Sudoku video that everybody was passing around with that one Love guy. That was those. amazing. And then I was like, I'm gonna get into Sudoku. I'm gonna, I I turned it off, or I, I, no, I didn't turn it off. I'm not gonna lie. Watched the whole thing, and then I tried to solve that puzzle on my own, and was like, oh, okay, oh. I'm gonna I can get this. I understand what's going on here. That's a lot of fun. Maybe I'm into Sudoku, and I played it for like one or two nights when I was putting the kids to sleep on an iPad. And then I was like, I know, I'm pretty sure I don't like Sudoku. Uh, uh, <laughs> well, I, that channel, I think it's called like Cracking the Cryptic, I think is what the channel's called. But that channel also like all of their Sudoku isn't just like, here's a number grid, fill yeah. in the spots. It's like, <laughs> and also you have like chess rules where like this is like yes. a knight's rule and like it has <laughs> all these th- like weird caveats, which is fascinating, but it's like yeah. bizarre Sudoku. Uh, do you like a good crossword puzzle though? What else, Abby? Mm, I'm bad at crossword puzzles. Um, I have also been playing Sims 4 Nifty Knitting, I believe is what it's called. It is a stuff <laughs> pack, which is the lowest on the hierarchy of packs. You got a expansion pack, a game pack, a stuff pack. This is a stuff pack. Mm-hmm. Um, just for some context going in, it is what it sounds like. It is a knitting pack. I think we've talked about this a bit before because the audience did vote for it they had the opportunity to vote for a grim reaper career pack but no they chose (laughs) knitting Mm. and i i i'm not gonna say i'm like bitter about that and i don't think that's informed my decision at all here but i you know i i'm not that into the knitting i think it's like fine but i think as far as the stuff packs goes i think i really wanted it to lean into like the granny aesthetic and i feel like a lot of the like the hair is definitely very granny but they actually have some good hair options too but i feel like a lot of the stuff they have like the furniture items the cosmetic items they feel very much like kind of like a midwestern like craft room aesthetic which is more just like not my jam it might be better for someone else um so i think i was just a little underwhelmed by the actual like stuff in there and then the knitting itself it's kind of nice but i don't know i don't find it that interesting they also added a thing sort of like a kind of like a craigslist or even like a facebook kind of store 
like you know how you can like sell shit on facebook they have like that within the sims universe so it's like oh i've knit a bunch of shit and i can like now sell it on my phone or sell etsy. it on the computer yeah etsy i guess it's etsy, etsy. yeah i think etsy is the right that's thing what, that's um, what yeah it seems like. yes etsy um so that's kind of an interesting feature i don't know i think just for me as a player i've never really been one to uh, make and sell stuff like even with like when they open like dine out with restaurants i never really dug deep into a lot of that stuff um so i think it's just like this pack is just maybe not super for me um the knitting animations are fine i think it is like not the most interesting stuff pack they've done um it feels like there's not a ton to it um i don't know how much of it i will actually use <laughs> but i think maybe for someone they might like it but i think for me okay. it's like not my favorite pack okay anything else abby no i mean i played the grounded game with yeah, you which yeah. was fun um yeah. i also really liked deep rock galactic okay. i want to play more of it i hope we play more on stream i also wish there were like lady orcs or lady dwarves because it's all like dudes and they all kind of look <laughs> maybe the same. they are um, uh maybe yeah. you gotta unlock them i have no idea Alex? Yeah, i don't know but mm -hmm. what you been up to anything you want anything else anything new uh yeah, so I, I didn't get a chance to talk about this last week because I wasn't here, but uh, I did finish uh, Ghosts of Tsushima, <coughs> um, and I finished that l last week. What'd you and think? And I'm going to tell you right now. Uh, well, I'm going to tell you what I think is that uh, it has been roughly a week, maybe a, a week and a day since I finished it, and I I have not really thought about that game at all until <laughs> it came time for me to look on the show doc and be like, oh, right, I played it. Hmm. Uh, it's not bad. It's just, to me at least, very forgettable. Uh, it's fun enough while you're playing it. It definitely has that, like, treadmill of open-world objective, you know, clearing that, you know, all those games, if they're decent, do reasonably well. I think the combat is fun enough for a while, but the scenarios that they present to you just end up repeating too often, just like a lot of other open-world-type games. And just the, the story stays predictable from beginning mm. to end. Like, it, it doesn't have any ideas in its head that aren't, you know, the, the things that they establish pretty early on. And, like, when it does try to throw a twist your way or whatever, it's just like, yeah, no, I saw those samurai movies too. I get it. I, I totally understand the things that you are referencing, the things that you are doing here. It just doesn't do anything particularly remarkable with those reference points. And I think that's where I kind of lose it. Do you think, um, do you think if, well, did you enjoy the actual combat and the gameplay? For a while, yeah. Okay. Uh, it's it's fun. I think sometimes those duels are very fun. I think sometimes just, you know, running up on a group of enemies and then just challenging them to a full-on fucking who's going to flinch for a sword fight is pretty neat. And then by the, like, 97th time you've done it, mm. it's just like, yeah, no, I can, I can just cut my way through these pretty easily now. Yeah. And it doesn't... And there's definitely a point where if you are being at all thorough about clearing out that map you will beat the skill tree long before you beat the game oh okay. and yeah. by and that you get, point yeah you get super powerful i mean you, right like there's yeah like the there's last a point thing, yeah go ahead well i say there's a thing there's a point i think i had part of the way through the second act where they give you yet another meter uh yeah. which is like the you have killed enough enemies without getting hurt so now you have this super thing <laughs> where the screen turns black and white, everyone starts acting super afraid of you, and then you basically just run up and just stab three guys who are afraid of you without them fighting back. And it's just so stupid. But like, does it there's, speed it everything really up? really did not need that extra layer of super meter on top of it. <laughs> and it's just like, 
why is this here? Why are you you're introducing this so late? Because someone at some point just said like, "Nah, man, Jin isn't bad enough, badass <laughs> enough yet. We need to give him another layer of him scaring the shit out of everybody." And it's just it feels so tacked on and well, weird. Do you think? Do you think it's a thing that's just like, "Hey, we know this fight you're going to win very easily, so let's just let's just get you through it as quickly as possible." Not necessarily. Does it I feel think that it's way? more okay. than just. It does. It feels like at some point they needed the ghost of Sushima to feel more like a folk, you <laughs> okay. know, folk hero, folk warrior, and so like that's part of that is like the intimidation tactic. But it's just, I don't know. Like okay. I think the core mechanics of the combat are good. It's just that the game itself never finds a way to do anything more interesting with that those mechanics than what they're doing at the beginning of that game, really. Like, it's never more interesting than when you're actually in fights that are challenging and not fights that you can just traipse through because you are so fucking powerful. Mm-hmm. All right. I, I mean, it's a game that I still want to check out at some point. It, unfortunately, it's not on my high priority. It's, I've, got a, a, I've got a huge log. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, Tell me of the log. Yeah. It's, yeah. Um, Abby and I are both. It's a, yeah. it's a like a yeah. like a list of things. A lot. You oh. know, you keep <laughs> track of things, and it's sure very Gross. long. Um, okay. And I need to get through it. And uh, Final Fantasy VII remake is even still on that thing that I would. I think mm-hmm. I would want to get through. There's a yep. name, there's a game. I don't called, think you're ever going to finish that thing. <laughs> I will finish. Well, I'll finish the first installment at some point. Uh, yeah. There's a game called Other Side. Have you heard of this? It's um. No. It, it looks. I've ex- heard of it. I haven't played it. XCOM. Uh, XCOM ish. Um, and I want to check that out at some point if I if I get a few moments. Uh, Alex, anything else? Yeah, I haven't played a lot of this yet. I just kind of booted it up and, and fucked around with it for like an hour, hour and a half. But uh, Skater XL, uh, okay. which is a game that was in early access for a long time, uh, is now out on on Steam and on consoles. And I played a little bit of that. Um, it's not great. It's I look. I love skateboarding games. I love anyone trying to revitalize that space. Uh, and you know, look, I'm looking forward to that Tony Hawk remake as much as anyone, but I would also love to see more developers trying their own <laughs> hand at this kind of stuff. And it's like the, the, the mechanics of it are very physics based. I would say it's more analogous to something like skate than Tony Hawk. Um, but it's the feel of it isn't quite right to me. And I'm not sure if that's just because it's been long enough since I have played one of those skate games that I've just kind of forgotten how to play anything that isn't like Tony Hawk press analog stick to do canned animation <laughs> style skating. Um, but there's also just not a lot in there. Like, the, there's a decent number of maps. They seem pretty big from at least the ones that I checked out. But there's not really any objectives in that game. Mm. Like, it is very much about you just kind of plopping yourself down into an area and just skate, just fuck around, just do tricks, see what you can do, you know? And that's... In a way, that's I feel like that's actually very true to what it is like to go out and have a skate session. Like you aren't necessarily going out there and trying to, you know, fucking hit X number of, of tricks off the checkbox and make sure you find the secret tape on top of the school. Maybe you know, like that's not, not really what skating is. <laughs> but, you know, you're just going out there, you're finding a space, and you're just seeing what you can do with the space. And I think that's cool, but for at least the way my brain works, I kinda need a little more direction than that. Uh, when I'm playing something like that, so it feels aimless in a way that maybe just does not work for me. What's the XL? Is it just X? Is I it, just is it extra large? It's, I you know I've been asking myself that question ever since I first saw the title, and I'm not <laughs> sure that it is ever actually explained. Extra logs. Extra logs. Okay, there is you it, go. Uh-huh. There you go. Um, uh, how are the logs? Are they uh, are they big? 
How do you get over them? Do you uh, go jump? Do you grind? Do you grind? Uh, maybe it's like 40. What is it? That's X is 10, right? L is 50, <laughs> right? So maybe it's skate 40. They're just getting ahead before the hashtag. 40, starts. 50. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, did a, I did a 720, 40, 50 nose grind. It was great. Uh, um, did you see they're adding a bunch of new songs to the remake? The Tony. I Hawk did. Remake? That's going to be in the news section. <laughs> we'll talk about that. But cool. uh, yeah, I, look, I, like I said, I, I want more skate games i want more developers to try their hands at skate games i wish i was more immediately positive on skater xl it just has not really grabbed me yet anything else that's kind of been it i've downloaded a couple of other things but i haven't started playing them yet so i'll probably have those to talk about next week Backlar. hi there how did your pinball stream go it went really well that's great um i played for a very small part of it Oh, thank you, Abby. Good setup. I appreciate that. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it went really well. It was just me this time, just solo. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm really... I, I had one real good game that a lot of people were... They were impressed. I mean, what can I say? <laughs> people were digging it. They were like, damn, you're good at flippity-flapping in those flippers. I was I mean, like, even I Even Schweppes was like, man, we should have got on with yeah. this guy. I, they fucked up. What can I say? Um, <laughs> you're going to get a Schweppes pinball machine next. Oh, please, from your mouth to God's ears. Let so what did you end up playing? Was it Jurassic? Yeah, play, play Jurassic Park. Uh, going to okay. do that maybe uh, again next week. Or actually, I'm, I'm sorry, I was thinking about doing it this week, but I think something's going to come up. So I'm doing it every other week, mm. keeping that sort of routine steady. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's been a lot of fun. And um, I just love hanging out with people and talking about pinball. And like, mm. I, I feel like pinballs, like, I don't know, maybe it's just that I'm so, I'm putting out that shit so much that people are starting to send things to me about like pinball. pinball like pinball machines. They're like, they're like, oh, you're never going to believe what this guy said about pinball. Or like, wait, hey, what's 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 dirt? Be... What's the pinball dirt? Is Come on, dirt? yeah. What's what are people I, saying about pinball? I mean, I don't want to call this. Person Come on, out, I want to hear it. Well, you don't have to tell you to say the the person. I want to hear the thing. I'm not gonna. I'm just not gonna call out Greg Miller specifically. <laughs> well, you just did. So there you go. <laughs> there's a lot of Greg Millers. That's a very common name. Uh huh. Okay. I someone sent me a link to a part of his show where he was like. Just, just shitting all over pinball, talking about how it's like this impossible game to play, and that he's just like such a colossal waste of money. Wow! And I don't know, like, wow. wait to own a, uh, to own a pinball table or to put the quarter? No, in to, to play it to like oh, pop wow. quarters in, which wow. I guess could add up if you, wow. you know, aren't coordinated. I get it. Like, look at this beef brood. I could smell. Like, it's smell not a cook. beef wow. at all. I wow. just look at Backlar versus someone, Miller. Jeez, look at this thing. Nah, come on. This Jeez. is not a, this Ouch. Is not a thing. You know, Stay I just. Away. I didn't know that. I didn't know there was that sort of hate in people. But, <laughs> just bubbling but up. Apparently, wow. there is. Wow. I, I, what, wow. what can I say? I am not like a wrestle wrestle person, so I can't. Here it comes. Settle wow. it that way. Ooh, watch out! It's uh, you're burning this the tips here. Uh-huh. This is not what that is. This is not what that is. I'm just saying. And then someone wrote on me on Twitter like, "Hey, man, someone told me to be more like a pinball person. Can you explain <laughs> what that means?" I, don't know. I was like, "I don't know what the fuck that Get means." Get some balls. Man. Like, I don't know what, the, what does that actually mean. Get some, get five chrome silver balls. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Be more like a p- pinball person and flip them off. What um? I'm, what I just a, don't a, know bump, what it bump. all. Me- I, it it seems like a, a dig at someone. Like no one goes around being like, "Oh, that guy's a fucking pinball person." It's not like, <laughs> "Oh, they're you know, I admire them. I admire them." I don't work. know what like, it means. I don't, <laughs> I don't know what it means. So 
yeah, that's uh, that's I mean, all the, I got in the world of pinball. The pinball. I appreciate you asking me about it, though. The pinball wizard from Tommy is like a uh, someone to be idolized, right? Like that is they they are looking, they are singing the 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 tales of wonder of the pinball wizard, not kind of putting them down. Yeah, sure. Well, they, I, they do yeah, also okay. kind of talk shit about about the the kid in the song, so it's I don't know. It it's kind of goes both ways. I mean, that's, that's yeah, a simple. Yeah, list. I mean. You you cipher out whatever you want out of that. <laughs> I thing. guess That's so. Like, I guess. Um, um, but uh, yeah, in terms of actual games I've been playing, I haven't really been doing much of it. Like I said, been off this week, just sort of uh, taking a step back. You know, Good. doing a couple projects around the house. Apparently, gutters have to be cleaned a couple times. I just learned about that. Did Ever. you? Did, wait, are you cleaning the gutters? You getting up on that ladder? Nah, oh. no, 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 no. I got a professional to look at that situation here. <laughs> it's probably for um, the best. I'm, I'm trying to think what else. Uh, you know, I spent the day in the Poconos near a lake. That wow. was nice. That sounds nice. You know, mosquitoes Sorry. out. What's the story there? No, nah, man, just fucking flies, dude. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. flies. Yeah. You know, th- look, I yeah, I don't know. I just. Uh, I don't like being outside that much, and <laughs> yeah, well, I'm good always for you. around I got, people. Got some news for you: you don't have to be now. <laughs> I like being outside in the winter, in the mm, fall. Mm. This, but these are the months where I I'm an indoor kid, and mm. I just feel like I'm always outside with people who want to be outside, and all they do is spend the whole goddamn time talking about how much it sucks to be outside. Well, oh, these bugs! What? Oh, it's so hot! Oh gosh! Well, yeah, I'm like I know. This is why <laughs> I could have told this you this before like we drove this. up here. I like the winter because all the bugs are dead. Yeah. That's why. Or, or asleep. Sleeping. Either one. Or whatever. Sleep dead. I didn't I put seven pinball machines me. in my living room so I could go outside. <laughs> well, I mean, Jeff Bacalar, I, 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 I think you'll be happy because I feel like we're just a couple years away from like an eighty percent insect da- die off. So I feel like we're probably we're probably getting to a world where you will finally be able to tolerate the outdoors I until it gets too want... hot for any human person to actually live outdoors. Again, let me put this out there, just because you have to. I don't want the entire <laughs> ecosystem biodiversity <laughs> of planet really because that's not be, what I heard to be compromised just because I don't like swooshing a fly away although mm. have 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 is is there a more fatal thing to humans throughout humanity other than the mosquito i think it's definitely up there it might be number one yeah. it's probably number one really? it's probably number one it's yeah. probably oh, totally disease carrying mosquitoes like, yeah oh mosquitoes like are they 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 beat up humans real bad i feel yeah. like i feel i feel uh, like even uh uh um, folks that like science folks are like oh man fuck a mosquito that's the one thing I don't fuck with. That's one <laughs> if mosquitoes are gone, do we lose anything? That's what I that's think. What I, I think even good some question, like, Abby. people who it's are like you know question. love all bugs, fuck a mosquito though, right? Like uh, <laughs> I, I would take all right. I would take if for every thousand, mm, maybe it have to be a little higher. For every ten thousand mosquitoes, I would take one human sized mosquito that might possibly just pick you off the planet are you what, what yeah. why just, just why like, is this the scenario so, so like coalesce the mosquitoes Baby, right bad. take 10,000 10, and every once in a while it's gonna pick somebody off like once in a while but no. you can see it coming no, you, that's got, not how you have a fight work. you have a fighting chance uh, you have a fighting you're chance. just describing a vampire <laughs> no, that's a vampire like, no, like a pterodactyl sized mosquito what caused I am uh, sorry, Vinny. No. Yeah. This is not the answer. Bad, Vinny. Bad. Hey, listen. They do what they need to do. Whatever whatever benefit they have to the environment, they still do, but they no. just they just destroy you, a town here. If, and every 10 years, they kind of just you know wipe one off the... It's gone. The mosquitoes came. First and of all... We fought them with swords. What a mosquito... What a, 
what a mosquito <laughs> does to a human, right? On yeah. its level. Yeah. Make that human size would yeah. be upsetting. It'd be terrifying. It'd be terrifying. Literally a vampire. <laughs> Literally a vampire. Literally <laughs> describing a vampire. Worse. Again. I don't know, Alex. I feel like it would be worse. Just I think because be worse. of how like Yeah, you're right, because the mosquitoes pro- aren't goth. That's the real that's the problem. They're not goth enough. Not at, least, at, least, at least you got a fighting chance. At least maybe maybe you could punch it. Maybe you could actually like hide behind a tree or something and the mosquito is 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 walking oh. around. She reminded um, me of that comic Skyward. You ever read that comic Skyward about the <laughs> bugs that get all big because there's no gravity on Earth? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, it's wild. Hold anyway, on. definitely not high enough for that one. Please, <laughs> please don't. Just please don't. Okay, sorry. We I'll, don't I'll, need I'll that. cross that off. I'll put that. That was right underneath Final Fantasy on my log. So I'll cross that off. Thanks. Thanks for talking about that one. Good. Yeah. Yes, we all care Com- deeply about c- your combine log. The mosqu- <laughs> combine the mosquitoes. Anything else, Bacala? I know you're you're relaxing. We'll, we'll um, hit the news in a bit here. Anything else you want to? Yeah, I, talk I'm. About? You know, just um, still playing a lot of games with my kid. Um, you know, we, we started. Remember? Do you remember back in the day the the uh, the what the golf save on our Apple TV got borked and we were just all sort of. I do remember this. Yes. So it came out on Switch recently, and we're kind of making our way through it. Um, and then this kid found my work phone, which is an iPhone, and he started playing what the I I I don't know how what the golf showed up on that phone, but it's there. Uh-huh. Maybe because it's attached to my Apple account. I don't know. I think so. If and, you download it on like one thing, it'll download to the other. Okay, that makes sense. And he like found this other mode that was unlocked. I guess it's like a daily challenge mode or something like that. And now and and he wants to play it on the Switch, but it's like not in the Switch version. And I just had to like sit him down. And I'm like, dude, this is this is why things are so fragmented and it's tough. You like you just don't know where a certain version of a game could be now. And I feel like he's starting to through the lens of like, you know, this sort of uh you know, he's not educated enough to really understand like what the business model of all this of <laughs> all this is. And it's showing up in Rocket League too, because Rocket League's going free to play. Yeah. And just now before we started the podcast, he's like, Dad, come here, what's this? And it's a screen where it showed like a beach ball and the Rocket League car is like, you know, juggling a beach ball. And he's like, I want to do that. And I'm just like, well, I don't know if you can do that. I don't know if that's part of the free, the free to play thing. You might have to pay for that. He's like, we have to pay for this. We already own it. And I was like, right there. Hold on to that feeling you have. And right. don't ever let go. No, post it. And don't on ever forums. let go. Go post that on forums. And here's the, here's the cap locks key. And oh, go boy. post that as many times as you can. <laughs> I was like, you sweet, innocent baby boy. Don't ever let go of that feeling because I don't fucking understand it either. And I've been doing this for 30 goddamn years. The answer is yes. The answer is yes. You have to pay for that. The uh, answer is here's my credit card. Uh, do, do with it what you will. The answer is refuse to put parental controls on any of your system. To buy, just buy all the fucking, <laughs> buy all the blue acorns you want. It's your world, little kids. It's your world. Just put, keep pushing X as many times as you need to. Um, <laughs> News? Should we get into the news? We'll take a break and then uh, we'll hit the news up. Stay tuned, folks. We're going to take a short one here, probably about five minutes. I'm going to play the music. We'll be back in a little bit. Enjoy yourselves. Grab yourself some water. Uh, Go buy some blue acorns. Here we go. And we are back with the next part of the Giant Beast cast. This is where we look at some news. Uh, uh, there is some going on here. Some that I have pulled. Alex, you have pulled some. Others, some that others mm-hmm. have pulled. Let's get the greatest stuff out of the way, which is okay. Contra, 
getting a board game. I knew huh? this was going to be the one you opened with. Huh? Who wants to play Contra the board game? Raise your hand. I'm raising my hand. Sure. Um, oh, yeah, I can, I can fuck with that. Yeah. Let's okay. Do uh, I don't know what this means. I don't understand this. What are we doing? Why are all uh, games board games? Because um, the same reason everything's wrestling. Hmm. So uh, you can go look this up. It is uh, it is called Contra the Board Game. Uh, uh-huh. it, let me see who it's made by. Do we know who this is being put out for? Um, it comes with eight miniatures, uh, four commando decks, four enemy decks, four stage decks, and 20 objective cards, uh, five hero dice blocks, five enemy dice blocks, dot, 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 dot. The story doesn't have who's putting it out. Guess? I don't know. Contra the Board Game. Every video game is a board game. Not lying. Look it up. It's a fact. <laughs> uh, I, I um, think there's, there's something interesting in the rise of very online games that require multiplayer or only multiplayer online, and also the rise of you have to be in the same room with me board game. Uh, at, at kind of parallel to that, one was a little bit before the other, but listen, don't you don't have to write in and be like, well, actually, board games popularity, you just haven't, it's, you know, listen, <laughs> there's a rise in both of those things. People get really mad at anything you say. Did you ever notice that online? They really want to just kind of jump in and just be like, well, well let me that's tell you, the, what is Vinny talking here. about? Um, but there is, a, you know, I think there's a financially a uh, a swell of uh, uh, the money to be made from board games. And boy, and the more miniatures they pack in that thing, holy crap. <laughs> You got paint them Something all. Paint. So these guys. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, got, the little weapon. Uh, back that things. Bloodborne game. That's something's gonna come with like eight thousand miniatures. I have a question. Yeah. The miniature yeah. games that have the miniatures you paint. Mm-hmm. Is that similar yes. to like? I'm just thinking about like the economy of it and like the showing it off. Is it similar to say like not in gameplay style, but to say like a Magic the Gathering where you have cards and someone might be like, "Whoa, you have that card and it's a fo- foil. Like cool." You know what I mean? Like not necessarily th- rarity, so but you- like do you sh- like take them to like gamer <laughs> events and like show them off, or like do you just paint them to then play with your family? Uh, let me let me answer your question in a way that I'm sure everybody can get mad at. Uh, the <laughs> <Okay>. uh, <laughs> so, because this actually is kind of a bone of contention for for stuff, and I've kind of oh, gotten caught up in this. So a lot of games are Kickstarter now, right? So uh, as Kickstarter exclusives, they will add in miniatures that are only available during the Kickstarter exclusive, and then after the Kickstarter, the game comes to retail, and those miniatures are no longer available, or the cards are no longer available. Your question was about miniatures, wow. though. All of and this so, is news to me. Yeah, so so the miniatures that you will, it, were able to get from the Kickstarter campaign will not be available at retail, and then they hit the secondary market, and their markup is ridiculously huge. And if you came to the game late, the game meaning the particular board game, not, not like mm-hmm, game to the I got mm-hmm. to, into the game, uh, then you're like, oh, I wanted to complete this set. I, I would love to have everything for this game. If you're a completionist, like I have the tendency to be, you might you might wind up having to pay really high secondary. Uh, uh, market fees to get everything. So the hmm. lesson there is be okay with not having a complete set of everything in the game. But there are so many Kickstarter exclusive cards that, and so many promo cards that come out for Kickstarters that weren't even the game. Like Abby made a game, but she was friends with Jeff, so she's got a promo card for Jeff's game as part of the thing. And then you only get the card if you back it. And um, it's that part is kind of a pain in the butt. Uh, if you're trying to complete a set. So yeah, stuff does get pretty rare. I remember okay. for um, Mice and Mystics, I was looking for these two cards that came as promo cards for a while on eBay. And luckily I wound up getting them for a price that wasn't obscene, but that stuff can be kind of 
kind of weird. Wait, did I, did I misunderstand Abby's question? Because I thought the question was, when people paint their miniatures, do they then use them? That was a little more of my question. My question is oh. more like, I think the economy <laughs> is interesting what you're talking about, but I think my question is more like, so when I think of a board game, let's say uh-huh. the game Sorry, or even we'll we'll make it easier, Monopoly. Okay. Monopoly sure. has like a bunch of little miniatures and like, yeah. sure, I might buy Nintendo Monopoly because I love Mario and okay. I want the little Mario miniatures. Yeah, or I, I might this, buy, yeah. you know, um, Women in History Monopoly because, oh my gosh, I want a Margaret Thatcher. <laughs> in, in a top <laughs> <little hat. figurine. laughs> um, I don't know why she's the only one I could think of. I don't know anyway. why either. <laughs> it's, it, it, she is a woman in history. That is accurate. <laughs> Anywho, uh-huh. when you make miniatures for your game, when I make are the they miniature. just pieces that happen to have another hobby component to them where you get to paint them? Or are they pieces that you show off? Or is it like, are the games you're playing them for, specifically games that you're going to take into a game store and play with strangers oh. to be like, look at this miniature I painted. It looks like he's got dirt on his shoes, but it's really paint. Okay, so when I paint my miniatures... Do, when you're painting your miniature, it? Margaret yeah. Thatcher... Uh-huh. Who gets to see let's, them? Let's move away is from that right now. Is uh-huh. the process of painting you enjoy, or yes. is it the process of painting you enjoy in addition to then going and showing them off for uh, the people outside of your family group? It's probably uh, it's probably a little bit more of I think I enjoyed playing the game more when the miniatures are painted uh, than uh, maybe okay. even the process of painting them because okay. uh, it depends. It really depends. This is again a very unsatisfying answer, but it depends on what the some of the games have 20 of a very similar if not the same miniature and batching out those do not enjoy that batching out 20 Mm. of the same miniature it's one of the reasons it is one of the list of reasons i I don't really get into warhammer stuff because batch painting armies i think is is rough it's one of the things that citadel the paint company has tried to fix with their contrast paints either way that can be a little tedious, but when I'm playing the game with painted miniatures versus just like gray or orange or whatever color they came, I find it more enjoyable. I think it's I think it's a more enjoyable experience. I am proud of if I did a good job on the miniatures to use these things and this looks cool, but I I've paint I've played with miniatures I've painted, I've played with unpainted, and I just think the game is more fun. It's the reason I usually upgrade a lot of components in board games, like, oh, we can use the paper tokens that came with the game or i can get metal tokens that oh, came with the game and it's like i find it just if you're all sitting there and having a physical game i just enjoy that more so i, okay. I don't necessarily I, I i've never brought a miniature outside of my house that i've painted i've never gone but to i would a place. assume there's a culture of that because it just seems like two hobbies in one for me which i think I, is hard for me to wrap my brain around like if i buy uh, a board pe- game people have competitions totally... for for painted okay. miniatures yeah, I mean, okay. people have competitions for anything, right? But oh, yeah. they, they definitely, for real, have like, hey, look how well this stuff was painted. And there are whole YouTube channels about how to paint better and like, all did right. you win the competition and all that stuff. And people are proud of it. They do amazing work. I mean, it's... Sure, uh, I mean, I've seen those videos. They're great. But I just... Yeah. I'm trying to figure it out. And I don't know if I'm there yet. Um, I think if you played a game with painted versus unpainted miniatures, you'd probably feel... You'd feel one way or the other, right? Like, I don't care. Like, we can use the, the whole thing or... Mm. Um, oh wow, using these painted ones really does, now it really does add something I wouldn't want to play without them. It just takes a lot of time. My kids yeah. have told me I, I cannot paint a lot of the miniatures for the games because it means the game will not be playable for uh, six to seven months. Exactly. Sits, ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Like, hey dad, we, don't, don't paint these ones, okay? I would like to play this game with you sometime <laughs> when I'm a kid. Um, 
All right, uh, that, that's that's contra the board game. You can go check <laughs> yeah, that out somehow. Um, uh, sorry, let me pull up the rest of the news here. I have to get the right mouse. I have to make sure this mouse is on the screen. You did have one other story under your name. Vinny. I did. Cuphead's coming to PS4. That's okay. uh, I didn't know Cuphead wasn't on PS4, and that's why I read the news and said, "Hey, guess what? Cuphead's coming to PS4." I'll bring that story up here. Uh, Cuphead announced for PS4, twenty bucks out uh, as of today. So there you go. Actually, a- as of Tuesday, I think. So check it out. Twenty dollars. Get your Cuphead. Is it still? Do you guys know if it's on Game Pass? It, I think it was at some point, right? It was at one time. I haven't gotcha. looked to see if it still is in a while or not. Oh, there you go. Uh, there you have it. So much for your timed exclusives. The time is up. Yeah. Uh, Alex, take us into the news. Yes. All right. So I guess probably the biggest thing that happened in the last week was the uh, purported Nintendo Giga Leak is I guess what we're all calling this now. So that's what I will call it here. Uh, this is a treasure trove uh-huh. of data uh, that was most likely stolen from Nintendo's servers uh, in one of a couple of different hacks that have happened in recent years uh, and is starting to leak out all over the internet. And a Giga. lot of this includes things like source code for old uh, Nintendo games, like art of and, and assets for characters and things that were never, never been shown publicly for like old games. Um, and it's, look, as, as someone who, who is fascinated by game preservation, mm-hmm. is fascinated by it, by the history of games, you know, I, I think anyone who says they can look at this data and not be fascinated by it is lying to you. Um, but at the same time, I think there's a lot of reluctance, uh, especially among the preservation community, to really embrace the stuff that's coming out of this leak because of the nature of how it came out. Um, there's a piece that Patrick Klepek wrote over at Vice where he sort of interviews some of the folks that work in game preservation, including some that don't even want to go on record because they don't want to jeopardize potential business with Nintendo down the road, uh, just talking about this stuff. Um, And I think that trepidation is completely understandable because, yeah, the way this stuff got out there and the way that it is being, you know, distributed is is pretty fucked up. I mean, it's a a corporate hack. Um, That doesn't mean that, you know viewing this data and, you know, seeing what's in there, uh, you know, makes you complicit necessarily. But I think, uh, you know, you're not going to see the preservationist community sort of jump on this stuff the way they do potentially other stuff, because just by virtue of the way that it came out. Mm. That being said, what came out? Yeah, I mean, I I I want to know there was a thing, but I'm starting to just unpack this and whoa boy what's this about yeah, it's a lot yeah <laughs> okay it's not just skinny yoshi man like okay. there's stuff in there like you know someone uh i think one i think dylan cuthbert who who worked on uh uh Star Fox back in the day like some of his dev tools that were just custom made for building the game that shit is just out there um, there's like, you know, it, it get, if you get granular with it, like there's stuff in there that's just like little code messages, you know, written within the source code to other developers that are just, you know, taken out of context. Yeah. It's funny that the word fuck is in, you know, uh, <laughs> random dev code, Sorry, but it it's is like funny, also, but... does that shit really need to be out there in a major way? I don't know. It's, it's like, it's one thing again, if it's one thing, if it's a company going out of their way to be like, Hey, we are giving all this data to, you know, a collection. We are letting people see this stuff, you know, within the context of this, that, whatever. But it just kind of getting out there feels, I don't know, to me at least, very weird. You see, I, I saw the thing from uh, Dylan, and it, it, we were just like, I haven't seen this stuff in years. Uh, and I feel like it, all he needed to do was be like, nah, that's fake. 
And I, I never made that. And just basically throw uh, into question all of the stuff that's in here, like Skinny Yoshi uh, and uh, the rest of it. And what was the thing on Mario 64, Luigi and Mario 64, that whole thing? Some of the stuff, uh, I'm coming to these conspiracy theories that apparently have been brewing for years uh, very late, apparently. I'm, I'm finding out more about the conspiracy theory stuff. Then, yeah. which I guess are not conspiracy theories if it's true. I know, you know, fuck them. They still are. But uh, that, uh, you know, I didn't even know these were things. I think it, for me, like there's a quote at the end of Patrick's piece that I think kind of sums it up, which is to say that like a lot of the, like the, the very sort of like excited nature of this has a lot to do with the way that Nintendo is extremely uncommunicative about, <laughs> you know, they don't really allow their much of their history to get out there unless mm-hmm. it is in a very carefully curated way that they have full corporate control over. And I think the mo- the momentous feeling this maybe you know this treasure trove of data has has a lot to do with the fact that like people just don't get to see this side of Nintendo yeah. shit ever. That's and, true. And I think that that's fair. I think there's a fair point there that like if Nintendo were better at curating its own stuff and, you know, letting people celebrate that history outside of, you know, the very specific corporate mandates that they have, it might not feel quite as crazy that this stuff is out there. But, you know, at the same time, they still got their shit stolen straight up. Totally. Like that's, there's there's no getting away from the fact that this shit was just fully pulled off servers through a hack. Yeah, I mean, it's even more fucked up that Reggie spearheaded the whole thing and just was basically yeah. like, fuck him. <laughs> that's, what he, that's why he left. <laughs> he, he's, he's like, like my job here is done. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta go. He's like, you let's get in there. love Reggie. <laughs> no, I love Reggie. It's not dunking on him. He's got to, he put his, he cracked his fingernails, had all 18 yeah, just, of his screens up and was he like, just, yeah, let's like, hack cracked this. open a computer case with his bare hands and pulled the information <laughs> that's out. That's right. <laughs> yep. That's right. He punched through a computer monitor and came back oh. with a bunch of code. And was like, here you go. him like, Putting on like that shit that Johnny Lee Miller does in the hackers. <laughs> Just like that yeah. single lens. He's like, all right, time all right. to hack the planet. What's Here going on, Reggie? Oh, they're instituting a firewall. I've got to get through it. <laughs> <laughs> Him fighting Fisher Stevens over the internet. That'd Miyamoto's fighting good. back. I got to push harder. Um, yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah. I, it, this is yes. a fascinating thing, and look, the data that has come out of it, I think, is largely really fascinating, just from like a you know historical perspective. It's just I just wish it came out any other way than this. Mm. Yes, it's very illegal. Also, a lot. You're right. There's a lot of stuff here. <sighs> yeah, hacks. We live in the age of hacks. We do. I'm, I'm a hack. I'll just listen. And I mean, well, yeah, I mean, look, I've been years. a hack. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> look at you talking to the original hack over here. I know. Tell me something about hacks. I know. I got this job just to reveal that you're a hack. You finally oh, said shit. it. I could leave. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have to get the job. You could just email me. It would have been like question, question to the beast cast. Are you a hack? Uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, totally, hundred uh, percent. Yeah, uh, hack and full-on imposter syndrome. Yeah, what else? Anything else you need to know? Um, <laughs> all right. Aside from the, the giga leak, what else? Uh-huh. Uh huh. So this isn't breaking news, but uh, I I feel like it, it's worth calling attention to this because uh, this has been going on for a couple weeks. So Lovestruck, uh, which I will admit was not an app I was Im- immediately familiar with prior to this news getting out there, but it is a mobile app. Uh, that is a collection of uh, essentially visual novel stories and and games uh, on the app. Um, Their writers have gone essentially on strike. Um, 21 writers that all work on different aspects of Lovestruck have have sort of banded together. 
this is not a union, I should say. They are not a recognized union uh, within the context of American labor law. Um, but they essentially are saying that they are being pa paid well below market rate for the amount of, uh, for the volume and, and urgency of the work that they do for the app. Um, they have decided to go on strike. And so in the wake of that, initially, the company that puts out uh, Lovestruck, uh, which is Voltage USA, um, did put out a statement where they basically said that, you know, we really wanted to talk to all the writers individually and negotiate with them individually, but they weren't willing to do that. Um, which, again, they're not a union, so technically this is not illegal, but at the same time, one of the tactics that companies will often use when trying to, you know, stop unionization is to try and talk to workers individually and try to prevent them from working and speaking collectively. Mm -hmm. um, so this has been going on for a couple of weeks now. Um, the my understanding is that the 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 Voltage writers are in active negotiations with Voltage at this point uh, to try and end this and to you know to get better essentially just get better pay and 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 better you know better benefits for the work that they do. Um, but they they haven't put out an update in. I think they just updated their Twitter saying, "Hey, we're still working on this. We're still talking to them." Um, and they've also said that, like, they don't necessarily want people to go out and boycott the app or anything like that. They just want to, you know, they, they draw attention to their their plight, trying to make sure that they are paid what is, you know, considered a fair market rate for the work that they do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, add my two cents to something I don't know very much about, but uh, mm -hmm. do know something about the power of collective bargaining. And that, yep. is, uh, that, is, that is what it gets you. Sing you're totally right singling out each person to try and negotiate and pit other people against each other. Absolutely yep. a tactic for undermining pay. Uh, yeah, I think it's, 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 you know, again, unionization is not a thing that has really hit American game development at all yet. Um, but, you know, these, these labor actions are starting to happen here mm -hmm. and there. And I think it's worth calling attention to them when they, uh, when they do happen. Alex, what else you got? Uh, let's see here. Uh, so this is a weird one that required me to go down a couple of Wikipedia rabbit holes today just to try and understand what the fuck was going on here. Mm -hmm. Um, so, Riot. Uh -huh. Oh, I can't games. wait for this. I'm going to sit back a little bit. Yeah. Take me down They've this had journey. Their share. Uh -huh. They've had their share of issues recently. Uh -huh. um, this, is, this is one of the more bizarre and immediate uh, repercussion ones I've seen in a while. <laughs> so, League of Legends, uh, for the, uh, the LEC summer season, which I believe is their European championship for League of Legends, Riot Games, uh, yesterday announced a partnership with Neom which I did not know what the hell that was until I saw some people talking about it. It's the first time I've it ever is, seen that word. <laughs> yeah, so here's what, here's what Neom is. Neom is a $500 billion Saudi Arabian project. Uh, the Wait, I'm sorry, did you say $500 billion? To... Yes. Like half a trillion. Right. Okay. Yes, $500 billion Saudi Arabian project That's to a lot build a, what is essentially a mega city in the, north, uh, the northwestern section of their country uh it is uh, it is being spearheaded by uh the crown prince uh it is a thing again i had never heard of prior to this story getting out mega there. city mega city literally they are I building mean, it, a mega city it is 2020 in, in we should Saturday. have something called a mega city uh it's it's the time what well so is a mega city <laughs> versus a regular city well you you play sim city i've played it it's like the, what do they call those big tower thingies? A mega tower? Arcology, arcologies, what were they called? 
Oh, like a big the big dome where just everybody lives. Yeah, but just like a billion of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. yeah. Okay. Well, so the the way what they're quoting with this is they're saying I believe that the quote is that the the city itself, if it it comes to fruition entirely, uh, is supposed to be thirty three times the size of New York City. Wow. Um, it is a very large swath of land that they are planning on building up, and like the first chunk of it won't even be done until twenty twenty five. Fill it. <laughs> I look. That's that's neither here nor there. And, and, and the, the real thing with this story is that as part of this project, they were going to sponsor the European Championship of League of Legends. Uh, so this got out there, and uh, immediately I saw not only uh, people who are uh, well aware of you know the various human rights violations uh, in Saudi Arabia going on, uh, but also just like straight up employees of Riot being like, what the fuck is going on here? Um, and literally the same day, like within hours of this announcement, they immediately said, okay, we're not doing that deal anymore. They just, they canceled <laughs> it. And it's like, it was it, it was as rapid a response I have seen to a ill-advised decision uh, as I've seen anywhere in this industry <laughs> in, in recent memory. Um, so, yeah, this is really bizarre stuff and i don't know how i mean i kind of know how you get to this point oh, yeah. where you're like yes well yeah no you're giving us a lot of money i mean look i i watch wrestling i know about <laughs> wwe's deal with saudi arabia and how fucking well that's gone um i understand they're throwing a lot of money at a lot of different stuff but this is you know the saudi arabian government for a variety of reasons uh is is one that is frequently protested against but for human rights violations in the war in yemen for the killing of uh jamal khashoggi for the uh also just to build this city they are straight up forcibly evicting an entire tribe in saudi arabia like to build on that land like there's a whole host of reasons why this thing is fucked and like i again you throw they start throwing shit tons of money at mm. you i understand how you get to that point if you're not really thinking about this stuff mm. but the fact that they so immediately and quickly went right back on it says to me that maybe they just didn't do any fucking due diligence on this thing yeah i wonder <laughs> i i haven't looked at the story so I, I don't know if this is explained but do you know if a statement came out about the, 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 the somebody at the top of riot put a statement out like Sim something that is along the lines of I did not know about this and we are not doing it. Did, it did it reach up enough once it was public to be like what are you guys doing or was it a statement made that is like hey upon further consideration it's a it's very much an upon further consideration thing okay. so the st only statement I've seen is the one that came from Alberto Guerrero who is the head of the their esports division in Europe Middle East and African regions and it is very much a as, well, here, I'll just read the statement because it's one paragraph. As a company and as a league, we know that it's important to recognize when we make mistakes and quickly work to correct them. After further reflection, while we remain steadfastly committed to all of our players and fans worldwide, including those living in Saudi Arabia and the Middle East, the LEC has ended its partnership with Neom effective immediately. In an effort to expand our esports ecosystem, we move too quickly to cement this partnership and cause rifts in the very community we seek to grow. While we missed our own expectations in this instance, we're committed to re-examining our internal structures to ensure this doesn't happen again. That, I, that's basically, I, I have to imagine, is the only thing you can say without throwing very specific people under the bus for yeah. just going ahead with something like this. Hmm. Um... Neom, that is the name Neom. of the mega city, but is it also the name of like a, a company or initiative? I assume that there is some sort of division within the Saudi government that is like the Neom, you know, developmental project, whatever, gotcha. whatever it is. Okay. I'm sure that there is a corporate arm of this. 
but I don't know enough. I still barely understand what this whole thing is and why they're going out and sponsoring fucking <laughs> e-tournaments for a city that hasn't even broken ground That's yet. So I don't bizarre. know. Oh. I don't know. I don't know. Neom Mega City 2020 are all things that sound bad. It's the okay. So someone in the chat just said it is the Saudi Public Investment Fund. So that is that is the arm of that, I guess. Okay. All right. Well, what a fucking weird story. <laughs> well, do you, you want something it. that's just? Do you want something not weird? Do you want something that's just kind of like chill? Something that's yes, like in, 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 the love of in my dystopian oh. future of mega cities and human rights violations, the part where esports gets involved in a sponsorship way just never shit coming that's in sideways like that. <laughs> but yes, now it, it totally does. When you say it, it's like yeah, of course esports is somehow involved in this. But you know, when I'm reading my like William Gibson, there's never like a yeah, and the the esports team. Uh, they, you know, <laughs> no, uh, I think I think there's something in there. And the skinny Yoshi <laughs> was the mascot. It's just yeah, well, it's good all, news. Okay. The sprawl, uh, the the sprawl of Gibsonian literature is uh, <laughs> apparently going to sponsor the next Dota tournament. So <laughs> there you go. <laughs> nice. <laughs> anyway, uh, here's a story that is in okay. no way controversial. Yeah, what's your there's wholesome nothing shit? crazy about this. There's nothing terrible. It's just. This this is the closest you're going to get to comfort food in this segment. So here we go. Let's do Tony it. Tony Hawk, oh. one and two. Yeah. They're and coming, roll. baby. They're remaking those games. And you know what? What? They're adding a bunch of new music to that game, but they're also bringing back, as far as I can tell, pretty much all of the old music, too. Cool. Oh, so now we get to now we get to play the game and see, like, who didn't want to play ball on licensing, huh? If most of the other people are coming back. Who, so, who said no? Nah? Yeah. Well, so here's the thing is that when they initially announced this soundtrack slate, there were some artists missing. Mm -hmm. Um, Anthrax was gone, and I believe Suicidal Tendencies was not on there either. Um, But those two songs have been added back. Uh, They are are in the game, so you will get to play Psychovision by Suicidal Tendencies while you are skating, and that is great. They are also adding a ton of newer music, or at the very least new to these particular game soundtracks music. Uh, from a wide variety of artists, uh, including ones I've heard of, like Less Than Jake, Fiddler, MXPX, Real Big Fish, Strung Out, Sublime, the Ataris, Zebrahead, all that fun stuff. And also Zebrahead. some stuff that's, that's more recent, like, say, Machine Gun Kelly and a bunch of other people that I don't really know <laughs> on this list, this if I'm completely honest list. with you. It's a, uh, yeah. the list I'm looking at. I don't know who the Viagra boys are. I'm sure they're great. <laughs> 30, 37 new artists. Is that the same list you're looking at? Uh, yes, that's the one I'm looking are at. Are either of uh, Abby or Alex the folks on your t-shirts in this uh, in this game? <laughs> they question. are not, tragically. Okay, Unfortunately. Well. One day. Uh, yeah, I don't... Oh, boy. This is like a. I feel like I know half of this list. You do? Okay. Yeah, I know. I, I'd say I know about a third of the new artist list. And then I obviously I have my own yeah. Tony Hawk playlist on Spotify that sure. has all the songs from those games on there. So I remember the old stuff. Well, when they say new artists, it's not necessarily new new music. It is just no, new. The no, the hottest no. new 2020 artist, Real Big yeah, Fish. Yeah, Real Big yes. Fish. I was going to say. And the brand song from Sublime. Yeah, right. Exactly. That's exactly what I was looking at. Okay. Please, uh, if it's if it's new material from Sublime, it has to be designated Sublime with Rome. That's that right. That is the difference. It's a very key right. difference. Um, This is a this is a list. So th- have they said what gets split between <laughs> it's one? It's a log. It's <laughs> is what it is. <laughs> this is a big log. Does it get split between one and two? Or they can you mix and match? I think oh, I think all the songs are just I, they haven't said specifically, but I have to imagine that all the songs are available in both games. 
I should go Come down out. this list and listen to a song from every one of these artists. I feel like this is a good place for me to start. You, um, I mean, the 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 the, the legacy uh, one and two songs you'll you'll instantly remember. No, the the original stuff I can name. I I know most of these. Some I don't, but most of these. The 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 people that are new. I don't know who MXPX. I don't know who. Oh, they're, MXPX. They've been around is, forever. Yeah. MXPX was a Christian punk band before okay. they kind of got a little bit mainstream success. But uh, yeah, no, they've been around forever. They were. Uh, I remember MXPX because MXPX signed to AM Records right before I we first got an offer from AM Records back in like 96, 97, and our AR guy was the guy who signed MXPX. Nice. They were okay. they were a tooth and nail band. They they started out as tooth and nail band, they signed to AM for a couple of albums, and then they might have gone back to tooth and nail after that. I'm not sure. Who knows? <laughs> uh, a lot yeah. of folks in the chat are making good points. I'm like, well, it's a good thing you can play this game. Because I know I'll listen yeah. to listen yep. to uh, all of this music over and over again. Uh, who are the Ataris? Another like pop punk band. From yeah, the, like late nineties, early aughts yeah. punk band. Okay, okay, interesting. Well, that's fun news. That's hey, that's, <laughs> you're like I see Atari. I know that. <laughs> well, yeah, like, <laughs> that's a word I understand. <laughs> I was like, Their that's a video game song, thing. I, I feel like is a cover of uh, of that Don Henley song, right? I think yes, they did Boys of Summer. Uh, neat. So when is, when is that stuff coming out? September, I believe. Oh, that's yeah, not far only away like at all. Four weeks, yeah. Yeah. Four all right. Weeks, yeah. September fourth. So now the question is: In the Tony Hawk One and Two remake, remake, will they be able to license all the new artists and the old? I'm already thinking. You know, I got to think is, ten uh, years down the line. I think we should all stay silent on. I think. Here. I think we need to <laughs> not address that until we actually make sure that this remake is good. Because mm. the last couple of times they've tried <laughs> to do Tony Hawk things, it has not gone great, and I'm really just just crossing my fingers that they didn't fuck this one up. That's all I really want. It's fair. Uh, Alex, is there any other uh, news, good or bad, or is that a, is that mostly it? Not under my name, okay. so I'm 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 good. I All right, know so. some good news. Oh, Abby, oh, yeah. what's the good news? Another Animal Crossing update. The second summer what? one is coming out. Oh, right. What what More do we bugs. get? What happens? So I believe it comes out today, as of recording this podcast, um, July thirtieth. So there is going to be like a summer festival every weekend in August, I think, um, where you can buy firecrackers and I think um, like fireworks and i think you can like <laughs> custom design them too which is pretty cool um also big thing that i think a lot of people are excited for which i think people kind of guessed was coming was in the last game in new leaf animal crossing new leaf for the 3ds um there was um what do you call it? the like a dream suite which was like an area you would open up in your town and then you would lay in bed and this woman would let you go to sleep and then basically you would just like visit somebody else's town without actually having mm. to be there so like now you have to like open up your gates and they have to come into your town and like you are there with them and they could like affect your town whereas this is like i'm gonna make a town i'm gonna make it how i want i'm going to like upload it to the cloud basically and then i can like fuck with my town as much as i want to but that version of it will still be there for people to come and visit um huh. so it's just a way to visit people's towns but okay. people on the 3DS would do like really interesting things with it. They would have like themed towns and towns where, you know, it would be like, oh my God, it's like a horror movie or they would have like little backstories <laughs> and they were all very well done. And I think it's going to be a nice way to view people's towns without having to worry about the annoying shit of like, the gates. oh boy, here we go again, well, like 20 minutes to get people in and out of here. 
there's one piece of news I'm seeing people mention in the chat here that maybe does negate this a little bit, which is that apparently you need to use uh, friend codes to get access to towns. It's not just like random towns that you can go is to. Is it friend codes? Because I know that you have like a specific town code for your dream town. Like there's you go a to dream bed code. And there's a dream code. But I don't think that's like you have to be friends with them. So I think it's like, hey, my dream code's online. You can oh, do it. Okay. I think maybe on the last one, I could be wrong. I thought maybe you could do like a random one. I could be totally misremembering that though. But that, that was like... I think the same system as before where like you would have a okay. code so it would often be a thing on reddit where someone would be like check out this crazy town and then like you would have a code for it and you would go check it out um i would really love it if you could just get any random town <laughs> i like, hope that I understand they have maybe that that is not the nintendo no. way but right. i just i would really just love to randomly access any town that happens to be floating around in the dream cloud yes yeah Me like too. some kind of opt-in or uh if you don't have parental controls on or something like that be able to see everything I, I assume you have to have um, an online subscription to do any of that stuff, right? I, I, yeah, oh, I think right? so. I pr presumably. Okay. One exciting thing about the new update is before you would have to like go into a new town. It was like, it was like a building you had to go into. But now you can just go into any bed in your house and go oh. and like dream, which is interesting. Although I would actually like to be able to put... I want more buildings to like put in my town. I would love <laughs> to like fill out the space more. Like I wish reds was a building or a tent even like oh. anything not a boat that comes once every month you know what i oh, mean oh man anyway so abby you might want to try what my girlfriend has been trying sam has been going to random people's towns uh through reddit i assume or one, one of the various places where, where people animal crossing people congregate and apparently people are just straight up like selling bulk paintings like in exchange for like, you know, uh, Nook Miles tickets and all that other stuff. So like she went into someone's town last last night and got like eight fucking paintings that we didn't have all in one transaction. Cool. So like there's a black market for the black market. Oh, it's man. wild. Send it's, me the, it's the send super me dark for web. This. I want <laughs> okay. send me the info after this because I would like oh, to know. Boy. I am again. I mean, I haven't really played Animal Crossing in like a week because it's like I still haven't gotten that fucking fossil and every fucking day i would go in and give all my four fossils and i don't want to cheat but i'm like maybe i'll fucking cheat i think it's bugged how have i not gotten this one fucking stupid little wing oh it's driving didn't me you say there was like a fossil buried that you can't get to or something like i got it i fucking oh. changed my terrain so i can get to that one fossil just in case and, and no i know you're gonna find out someday it's like under your house or something oh. that you, you <laughs> built your house on top of the one fossil anyway i'm very seriously considering time traveling i feel like I've kind of capped out sort of yeah. what I can do with the game anyway. So like, why not at this point? Why I've not? never finished. I have never finished a museum. And it, from the looks of it, it doesn't seem like I will considering how long it fucking takes to get art. So mm. tempting, Somehow I'm still playing this game like almost every day. Oh, I mean, that's wow. good. I was for a good long for time. It's also easy to check back in. It's like such a yeah. like kind of no impact game in a nice way. Yeah, it's a half hour check in. I'm like, cool, I'm good. I've done my errands. Time to go. Mm. Um, anyway, another big thing with this update um, that I don't know the full details. I don't want to like misrepresent it. I just saw that it was a thing, but it looks like you might be able to put your town in like a cloud backup save. So before Animal mm. Crossing, I think was a thing you could not back up in any way. And I think you will be able to now, um, which is very exciting for people, obviously. 
So does that mean I can back up my town and then basically wipe out the town, start over as a mayor, and then uh, if my son or daughter ever want to play this game again, down download the town. I think Nintendo, you might be able to. Just let me yes. become the mayor. Let me be the representative. Just let me switch. Mm. Why won't it's called a switch? Just let me just switch. Log you. in as your son. Ah, uh, but why? Yeah, it's, it's just a, do that. Just but for why? But for why? Just let but me, for why? Just let me change it. Let me change it once every two months. You get to change it. Let me change it. You know, I All think right. it's time for Animal Crossing to have its own murder mystery. Uh oh! <laughs> I the, would the, love the, that. Wait, are you the representative your son? has disappeared from this town? No, I'm saying disappeared. They, they're in a. They're having okay, a dream. Okay. Yeah. Uh, they're off. With I mean, red that's kind of what happens. Like paintings. with my character right now, as I come back to town, and everyone was like, "What happened? You were gone. <laughs> yeah, no yeah. one was there to dig up all the fossils. <laughs> what does? <laughs> There's happen? weeds everywhere. Uh, <laughs> like when you when you're logged out, what does happen? Are you just like off the island? You're like frozen. They, like, are your doors locked? I don't know. It's a good question. Your soul leaves your body. You were just staring at the water forever. <laughs> um, all right. Um, Jeff Bacalar, what hey. do you got? What's this thing you put in here? I got some stuff. Okay. Um, I actually do have some stuff. Uh, during the pre-show, I was reading around and I found, uh, heard rather, that uh, People Can Fly have a new unannounced quote-unquote AAA game coming to how many A's? Uh, next gen consoles that would be thrice oh um <laughs> not too many uh details but uh apparently it's coming from their new york studio uh, I thought, which i thought did they not announce a new game in the last year and a half or so this is this is a new new thing i'm reading sorry from i just the Eurogamer story yeah. uh uh, I, I I think we all agree we we trust them as a source and uh, it says there is a new unannounced in development AAA project. Okay, sorry. I think okay. Outriders is a thing that was announced that's supposed to be coming out in twenty twenty. Yeah, okay, due that's later the this thing. year. Okay, yeah. Maybe that's what I was thinking. Of. Yeah, and obviously they also did uh, the Bullet Storm, which is on everything <laughs> yes. you can possibly right. want it to be on. Uh, so yeah, I, okay. I'm. I'm keeping my eye on uh something like that um there's also a few more teases about the next uh season in call of duty oh uh that i find more interesting than others just because this uh seems to tease that there will be subst- i don't want to say substantial changes but I guess more changes than we saw in four. You guys remember all the bunker junk? There was like a lot of bunker <laughs> stuff happening and it like felt more or less that it was kind of just like this ad in the game for the net for the next call of duty. Um, I like do. No. I of, do not. But, uh, uh, I was, that was I, sort of the takeaway for, from me. I, I know, I know like, you know, you basically found these, these, these key cards that opened up certain bunkers in the map. And I then do remember you, you talking open, about you, it. You alluded a bunch of good shit, and then I there was like a conversation you could overhear, and it sort of alluded to the next game. Anyway, I don't know. I don't, maybe something more substantial came out of that, but I, I I didn't really hear much beyond that. The thing that season five and and specifically um, the Call of Duty Twitter uh, account is teasing seems like something's going on with that big ass stadium. The big ass stadium in the middle of the map. You guys, is that the one you do in the in the about? multiplayer uh, the multiplayer co op one? That's the big ass stadium. You know what I'm talking about? You never play, You never played the multiplayer co op, did you? <laughs> I'm not sure. The the, the spec opsy thing. Okay. 
Yeah, like the with the wave battles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you kind of yeah, done stuff send- like that. I, I don't know. There could be a stadium level uh, map of that, but I haven't. Okay. I don't know if I, this is the map within you know the the war zone. This is the the stadium within the war zone map. Okay, I'm not it sure. Sounds like they might be opening it up. Oh, like the they can go inside. Tees. Maybe go inside. That's where the T Rex so, is. That's where they keep all the dinosaurs that they reanimated. <laughs> uh-huh. That's that's where the the mm-hmm. the angle shift is going to happen. So yeah, I'm I'm stoked about that. I I still play that game way more than I ever thought I would. <laughs> it is look, it's crazy. It's uh it's about to be August first. There's hockey on uh in the middle of summer. Mm-hmm. There is um you know Warzone is is still being played. And I'm excited. Um, I've been playing a lot of Plunder. Have you guys heard of the mode Plunder? Wow. No. Wow. Say it again. A Jeff. Are plunder. Okay. Are you do are you doing like a like is this that yeah, song yeah. that yes. you're trying are to? Are gonna yeah. get a copyright strike for this? Yeah, definitely, because we- it's pitch perfect. Um watch out. I hope Schweppes doesn't mind that we're using official music. <laughs> doesn't all right, mind that all we right. plunder. All right, yeah, tell me plunder. about plunder. Uh, yeah, go for uh, it. There you go. Uh, so you know what? I was kind of lukewarm on this mode, and I had gotten real sick of straight-up Warzone Battle Royale kind of stuff. I just, just don't like it as much as I used to, and that's fine. You know, you bounce off of things. Friends and I started playing Plunder, and we just really took to it real quick. And and you know, you it's basically the same Warzone map, but the object is to collect a million dollars as fast as you can. And there's respawns. Oh yeah, I did this. And there's yeah. interesting little strategy situations that pop up that I myself don't claim to understand <laughs> any real idea of how one devises strategy around this sort of mm. game. It seems. I, it's just over my head right now. My, the, the two guys in my group that play so much, they've sort of figured it out. And when I jump in with them, I <laughs> I like to play it uh, and, and sort of like ride their coattails. But yeah. I'm, I'm kind of digging it. I don't know if... So you basically collect yes. money, then you have to like deposit Ex- it. You extract it. You like tie it to the helicopter, right? And it kind of yeah, you tie it to a balloon yeah. uh, or a helicopter. And you basically get to a point where one team collects a million dollars and then it enters overtime mm. where any of the other teams that are close to a million can kind of like sneak in and steal the win. It's, it's just different. I think when it comes down to it, when it boils down to it, I enjoy it because it, there's respawning and you can come back. And, you know, I think that whole loop of like going through the gulag and the regular battle Royale was just wearing a little thin on me. And I just, not that I don't enjoy the loop. I just, you know, I don't know for whatever reason I was kind of burnt out on it, but this has injected a little bit of life, um, into, uh, that game for me again, but you know, I'm still all about the multiplayer, but now that this new stadium stuff is, could be happening yeah. in the regular stuff. I'm, I'm look, I mean, I've been, I've been eating what they've been cooking for, for almost, you know, m- almost a full year now. So. I'm excited to see what happens, but yeah. And the Battle Pass too, of course. And oh, Battle Pass is yeah. Close. There is something else. What and else? I think every I think uh, this uh, story will appeal uh, and interest everyone. So Fox Sports. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know what this is. Fox Sports, mm-hmm. and again, just a little bit of context here. Fox Sports has a long lineage of like maybe putting things, injecting 
effects and shit into sports that maybe it just didn't need to. Are you speaking ill of their football playing robot that shows up on my TV every what? Sunday morning? Uh, wait, about robot? the robot that just sort of raises up from the end zone like a crazy sleeping Pacific Rim <laughs> Jaeger and just like yes, shows I'm speaking up. of Cletus, the yes. robot, the football playing robot, everyone's favorite mascot for Spock's Puck Sports Television. Did they do or the, uh, the, the lightning puck? of the glow puck? Yeah, yes, the, glow the glow puck, puck okay, from yeah. the nineties. Yes. That was yeah. just I remember you know, that. a crime. It was just a hockey crime. <laughs> hey, look, you see the puck? Uh, you can see the puck behind the net now. That's, that's... yeah, sure. No, that was that was it. it worked real well. Uh, okay. I mean, I was like nine when that came out, and I just remember looking at my dad and being like, "Fuck is this? Yeah, fuck is this, Dad?" Um, so uh, they are adding to certain games, certain games like real games, certain baseball games. They are adding in a virtual crowd. Okay, is aren't other places doing that too? Well, you don't mean Not you don't, like you, you don't mean just audio. Like- you mean people yeah, in the stands. Yeah, we'll get to that in a second because okay. I think that's truly fascinating, but they are basically like cut and pasting that generic S for animation crowd uh, <laughs> that's in every baseball game skinning them up and doing what they do Why? to make them wear like the home team garb and what and whatnot. And, and just to be sort clear, of- this is different than the, the like putting cardboard cutouts yes. in the stands and like the other things that other leagues have, have, have talked about doing. This is literally, they are, cut, they are taking the fucking crowd from SmackDown versus Raw <laughs> 2013 and imposing them into the background of every shot. Like there is someone going, eh. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see how the foul balls work. Take, uh, like, they, need, they need to take the, uh, the, the, what was the, the best one was the Forza. Uh, audience, remember the, the like it was just all yes the, <laughs> the cardboard cutout cardboard, people yes like their arms folded and it's kind of like bored. Uh, take <laughs> Wait, those guys. so y'all think that cardboard cutouts are better than the digital ones? I don't know what better is. <sighs> I, I just no. know that this is a much more expensive uh, solution <laughs> mm, than perhaps just wasteful. making cardboard cutouts. Yeah, is it more yeah. expensive? I don't know. I guess the card- probably. I mean. You know, people are paying for the cardboard cutouts apparently too. Oh, like they're like paying to have their, to get their themselves on there oh, or like their pets. Yeah, uh, are they just wearing like uh, sponsored shirts and stuff like that? Like uh, just Schweppes has like a big yeah. cutout. Just a Schweppes can undercover with sunglasses <laughs> and a hat, just like opening just up keep a shirt. score in the baseball <laughs> game. Yeah, know? just opening up a shirt, kind of pointing to its uh, its Schweppes logo. So, look like. I, look, we are all living through a very bizarre period yeah. of time. I know that's the understatement of the goddamn century. Yeah. But, uh, okay. I'm like, why not? Sure. It'll get me to fucking at least look at a gif of it or something. I don't know. Are they I, adding I, crowd I, noise? So here's the thing. They are at, okay. I've been watching. So ho- like I said, hockey is back. They're starting their, you know, uh, their augmented Stanley Cup playoffs this weekend. And I did watch a couple of the exhibition kind of warm-up games uh, this week. And as someone who watches a great deal of (laughs) hockey, I noticed that there is some sort of white noise slash maybe let's just call it like arena tone that Uh they are pumping in and they are mixing very well (laughs) that 
I can't, like, it kind of feels like someone is monitoring it in a way that when there's like a close play in front of the net, you almost, and I can't tell if it's psychosomatic, but you almost hear like the oohs and ahs of a play in the crease. <laughs> I don't so, know if so, I'm going crazy so there was a, or there, like. I, I heard a, uh, an NPR, there was a story, I don't know if it was from BBC or what. I think it might have been on the BBC uh, about a story about a person who is doing that work. They have licensed uh, crowd noises from EA wow. and stuff for because they have all the stems for all that stuff, all the plays, marked right, and libraries, right. and it's somebody's job to kind of anticipate a little bit or to kind of uh, hit the reaction noise at the right time for. I, I want to say they were certain leagues were doing it for um, uh, football or soccer. So uh, someone in chat just told me there is someone controlling fake audio for the NHL, and I and I buy that. I I kind of wish. I kind of wish like maybe there is a story that I just haven't seen, but I want to read about that. I want to see like who's doing that. Maybe I have to do this. I want pure but, silence. Uh, so I, you know, I, I had thought about that too, because the cool thing in hockey is that there's so much talking on the ice mm. that I would almost want to hear everything. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I kind of feel like that's because even if you sit close enough at a hockey game, you can hear the players on the ice, but yeah, like for me, I just, I just wanna like, I wanna see that. I wanna hear that. Yeah, like I, I that has already borne some fruit, like in the MLB stuff. Like you are definitely hearing a lot of uh, players cussing at each other on the field <laughs> when they don't have the fake crowd noise. Like it was definitely one I saw. I saw a clip going around of someone saying, "Get on the fucking mound," uh, <laughs> which the, the announcer was immediately like, "Oh well, folks. Uh, yeah, see here we have uh, mics on this thing and uh, which is echo- um, echoing through an empty stadium, just like super yeah. loud." I, I, I'm almost I'm almost positive I saw something that said like all live sports in 2020 are on like a 10 second delay just because <laughs> yeah. of stuff like that. So so um, there's two things here. One, I agree with the sentiment that a completely like crowdless, noiseless sports game, doesn't matter if it's baseball, hockey, basketball, whatever, is uncanny in a way that is disconcerting to watch. I I totally get that. This is also an insane problem to have (laughs) because we're already talking about an insane solution to a problem, which is to say trying to do sports when we still have not got a pandemic under control to (laughs) begin with uh, is just inherently insane. And the fact that we are throwing this much technology at the weird sound of of (laughs) sports as opposed to trying to keep the players like paid and not mm. necessarily having to risk their fucking lives to play a goddamn Marlins game uh, is bizarre but it's all bizarre you know everything is bizarre right now everything is fucking insane so i don't i don't even know how to react to stuff like this because the whole thing feels like it just should not be to begin with i'm a little shocked that we haven't had piped in noise during regular season i i would have thought that they would have bumped it juiced the crowd up that could it could be a thing Mm. i mean obviously you don't have to address that when like people People are are in the the stadium Now I f- I feel like obviously you gotta say something because clearly there's no one there. <laughs> yeah. Um. I I don't know. The baseball um noise is 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 not as authentic. I feel like uh, again I don't watch. I've as only much seen baseball, a clip I, of one game that had the noise and it did yeah. it did feel off. It didn't sound quite right. It just mm. seems a little weird. It just seems like you know uh it almost just seems like you're wearing like noise canceling <laughs> headphones and you're hearing like the outer audio around that if that makes any sense but um yeah i was super impressed with the the job with the mix they did in 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 that hockey game so i want to find out more about that it's pretty <sighs> cool weird period of and time. they're playing like they're you know they're doing the music they're doing 
you know, they're, they're doing, doing the like the, the announcements. I don't know if they're doing the chants because they're only playing in two bubble cities. Does so the virtual it's not audience like, do the wave? Yes, in baseball <laughs> they do the wave. I'm not fucking around. That's what they do. Yeah. I was fucking around. <laughs> yep. Yep. Again, expect uh, anything. You gotta write this article. It's already programmed in. Yeah, I, maybe I'll put together a video next week or something. Yeah. I'll, I'll try and talk to someone. Like at what, but, po- at what point are we like uh, when they've realized that this is not working and they have to cancel more MLB games and stuff like that? Mm-hmm. Is it just they're just going to hand PS4 controllers to every player and just be like, all right, you got to learn how to play this uh, MLB, well, play MLB the show. And, and uh, joke, uh, but yes. And it's the, the yeah. skill level is going to be like, well, it's the real players controlling their player. So if they're yeah. good. You know they were they I, were uh, they were streaming. I forget who was doing. They were streaming hockey players playing NHL a couple months ago. Did like for a game. gag or like as like a, whoever wins this no, goes to the Stanley it, Cup? No, not <laughs> like, like right. for actual NHL st- uh, stats. Mm-hmm. You, you, you monster! But, it's gonna be it's um, gonna be baseball players in like separate rooms, and a pitcher's gonna throw a ball like at a, a pitching park, and they're gonna measure the velocity, and then they're gonna have to have a a batter with like a t-ball stand hit a ball there to measure that, and then like you know throw something randomly at uh, another player with a glove, like the. The amount of hoops I feel like they're trying to jump through, and I understand it's a it's a lot of money at stake here for the the stakeholders in this. Yes. But you're, Alex, you're absolutely right. Like the amount of hoops that they're trying well, to get through to make this work s- seems a little ridiculous. When I have a survey on my desk that I have to fill out tomorrow, whether my kid goes back to school or not, like it, it is like well, one and, of those and, things. Yeah, and on top of that, let's be clear: the people who stand to lose the most out of this money wise are the ones that are also the least at risk for what will actually happen to the players on the field. It's the owners, like it's the people that run the league, like they are the ones that can sit in a box somewhere and not have to be out there and <laughs> potentially contract a potentially fatal fucking disease just so that baseball can keep happening. You know, and it's like in the end, I just I yes obviously there are players that want to do this that believe in continuing to play the game and what have you sometimes for financial reasons sometimes just because they want to be out there playing but like the reality is this is happening because owners have decided that the loss of money is ultimately unacceptable to them i mean it does seem some sports are definitely doing it better than other sports (laughs) but yeah i mean baseball is doing it the worst as far as yes they don't see (laughs) <laughs> it was wild. I look, I had not I do not follow baseball that closely, but I never had ever thought in a million years that their plan was just like just yeah, we're just going to do it. We're just going to play baseball. I I just I just assumed they were doing a bubble thing. But also I like oddly enough baseball being the one sport in the US where you're probably the most distance by virtue yes. of the whole like the catcher and yes. the batter are probably the people who are and you know, just listen. So but you're from, in that dugout. You're in that dugout <laughs> right. full of dudes. Right, but like, do you have to be? Like, you know. Uh, I don't <laughs> Apparently, know. yes. I, <laughs> right. I don't know. I, I Listen, what do I know about that stuff? Nothing. All I know is that uh, it doesn't seem to be working out the way that they keep <laughs> intending. Uh, yeah, right. I mean, yeah. yeah. What, uh, what, uh, yeah, go sit in the, like the stands are uh, full. Go sit next to a virtual uh, 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 wave goer in, in the, in the stands. Go sit next to the Schweppes can. <laughs> 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 Uh, Backlar, anything else? That's all I got. All right. Uh, We're going to take another quick break here. Um, We'll we'll be back. Short one. We'll be back in just a moment with some emails. What time is it? Oh, yeah. Look at that. We'll be back quickly here with some emails. Stay tuned.
All right, we are back. And now it is time for the emails. If you have an email, you can send them into beastcast at giantbomb.com. That is beastcast at giantbomb.com. Abby Russell, you've gone through the emails, picked out the emails for today's show. Correct. What do we got? Okay, Vinny. I think you will have some opinions on this one from Evans. Why don't you take it away, please? Sure. What do you guys you okay? do all day? Oh my gosh. Oh, my oh gosh. sorry, Evans. <laughs> uh, if you're eating Pop Tarts, do you eat the two in the wrapper or take one and leave the other back in the box? What is this? I'll go with my original one. What is, oh, you eat both Pop Tarts. Why do you even open yeah. the package if you don't need to eat both of them? Just go breathe air. Yeah. If you if you're that if you're not that hungry, just go. I don't know. Look at food. Then, man, eat both Pop Tarts. But Pop Tarts can be so dry. I feel like eating two is like. Oh, I don't think the dryness is the issue here. I think the bigger... Here's my question, Evan, from uh, uh, Connecticut. Do you toast them or do you just eat them out of the... You just eat them. Well, they're supposed I have to be maybe toasted, toasted like one pop tart ever in my life. You don't fucking toast a pop tart. You just eat it. Eat I'll, it eat, I'll eat it either way. I don't care. I, I'll if if I'm if it's a cold day and I want a warm pop tart, I'll mm. eat a I'll eat a warm pop tart. If it's a hot day and I just want a regular not toasted thing, I will just eat it. It doesn't matter. Pop tart's still a pop tart whether it's hot or not. Pop tart had a pop tart in. I'd say years up until maybe the beginning of this year when I actually bought one out of the vending machine where we used to work yeah. oh, and wow. that was my lunch for a long time do you think the that's vending machine is just like rotten and gross now it's oh, probably all probably the with, hope it's with foliage the way i understand <laughs> just things to be. Us in there. <laughs> the there's like I a coin yeah. in like the thing for somebody to pick up yeah elias yeah. smashed the glass on it and gotten a 25 percent health back from eating certs <laughs> Right, and, and there's like just for whatever alcohol. reason a half-used roll of duct tape in the middle <laughs> of that vending machine. Uh, so uh, I ate both of them, and I'll tell you what, guys, did not feel well after I did oh. that. Not like mm. sick to my stomach, but just, just felt like your body a was tremendous really dry amount of like. Okay, if that's the angle you really want to pursue, <laughs> we can do that. But for me, it's just like, oh, this is just like candy. I mean, what, yes. what, are, we, what are we doing? This it is, is definitely candy. a confection. Um, Pop tart. Uh, do they? St- do they still make the ones without the frosting? The is what, is, what is that? Why would that? What is that? Ew. <laughs> I don't want that. Jeff, how dare you? Of, listen to me. <laughs> this is my a family podcast. The, <laughs> my favorite part of the Pop-Tart growing up as a kid, and I was a huge, um, I guess the maple sugar one. The, the oh, yeah, those are good. Cinnamon, That's too much for like me, cinnamon. yeah, but I know. Those are good. Oh, I like those. I don't um, like any the s'mores, s'mores ones. S'mores oh, the ones. S'mores ones. The texture of those. Ugh, and the chocolate ones. Just peeling off the... Cake only oh, border of it. I love doing parts. that. Yeah, but I, I for whatever reason, like the icing to me was always just like, oh, this is really a lot. Like, what are we doing? But the I just like the cakey part Ugh. the best. Uh, yeah, that's what I said. Those are the parts you have to like really... stomach through to get to the good wet part in the middle. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's just the thing is, you got to understand. I really like eating garbage. I love it. I <laughs> yeah. adore it. I want to do it any chance I get. And yeah, uh, like boy, pop tarts. The garbage per square inch, uh, you know, ratio there is just. Mwah. And you get two trash. of them. Um, pop yeah. pop pop tarts is the only uh, on the outside. There are many more on the inside. The only mm. food that has given me an outside physical scar. Uh, on my body. Uh, Wait, I, uh, oh, because of the hotness. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if you can actually see it on my arm here. I'll try and get it on the camera. I don't. It's never going to focus. But I have a it's scar. It's very bright. Yeah, uh, on my wrist over here from when I was burnt by a, a pop tart. Um, when as a I child. Cold. 
uh, it came out of the toaster uh, hot, and you know they, they're like a little too short for a toaster. You know, like you got to reach in there a little bit to get them. And uh, it came out of the toaster too hot, and it flicked it up in the air, and it landed sh- hot sugar side down on the inside of my wrist, uh, and literally melted the skin on my wrist uh, where I have a, a scar today. Jesus. Uh, well, okay, but here's yeah. the thing, Vinny. You still ate that pop tart, right? Oh, yeah, I ate it while like I was screaming. So who won that battle? You oh, were no, the pop tart, or whoever makes pop tarts clearly won that <laughs> battle. Uh, yeah, all right. Should have filed suit. Um, well, speaking of winnable battles, yes. Shall we uh, move on to this question from Bobby B? Jeff, do you sure. want to read it? Bobby B, I love it. How do you feel? Well, I just wanted. Do you think he's saying use like how do you feel? Does how do you? Use- well? No? Okay. How do you feel about the video game trope of intentionally unwinnable fights? Like a fight where the enemy is so strong and you're too weak Mm. that they take no damage, or a fight where regardless of how you're doing, when a cutscene kicks in, your player character is suddenly on the losing end. Playing Ghost of Tsushima, which does this exact thing right at the beginning there, reminds me of how tired I've grown, grown of games using this trope to establish their villain as a real threat. It's like the game telling you, oh, no, watch out for this guy. He's better at the game than you, but don't worry. You'll get there, Wink. <laughs> uh, bad think? news. This email was also sent to the Bombcast, so we're legally not allowed to uh, take ah, it. Why well, wouldn't you say well, this well, before? <laughs> well, really now, I didn't know. I just saw it in chat. Everyone oh. said it was on the it was on the, it was on oh. the Bombcast. So uh, you, will never, you will never know how I feel about Bob, this. Bobby, B's, Bobby B from Jersey definitely wrote use by the way that's okay what is use you keep saying it as though i know what you're talking about use guys like use use out there i'm slightly i'm gonna say i'm slightly offended that nobody that there would be not an audience that wants to hear our opinion on this because oh we're gonna do it yeah that uh, i'm not that that Bobby B maybe wants to know what the right answer on this would be, so he sent it to mm. us well, as well. As far as I know, we have all the exact same opinions as everyone on the Bombcast. <laughs> that's right. Notoriously, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Uh, Bobby B, my answer is I do not like it if you're winning a fight and then suddenly you're losing a fight because of the cutscene. That is my that is my answer. No, and I think to jump on that, I hate it. Big pet peeve of mine is when a cool boss comes into play and then you defeat it within a cutscene. Like, no, mm. I want to defeat it with my own hands when I'm touching the controller and feeling like I'm doing shit. Like, I want to hit the button. Blade. I don't want it to be a thing that, like, the cutscene does the work. No way. No. Okay. I okay. liked it the first time I came in, in, in to, into contact with it, but, but I agree with Bobby B. I'm just sort of, I'm over it. I don't like it. Move on. I only like the ones where you actually can win the fight. It's just obscenely hard and almost oh, no one right. will ever do it. it. Wasn't like the new Devil May Cry, right? Yeah, that last Devil May Cry game, like that that first one at the beginning, apparently you can actually just beat the game there. It's just that almost no one ever will. That's funny. That my opinion being said, Bobby B from from Jersey, um I do enjoy when they put the last boss in front of you when you don't have any powers or health or whatever, and they they let you try and fight that boss in a way that you can't win, and then they put that same boss in front of you at the end of the game after you've powered up and you're all ready to go. But I do not like when they then take that boss and give it a second form uh, later on, or or mm. change the stats on it to be like, well, you would you level up too? You found the you found the grappling hook too, boss monster. Whatever <laughs> you didn't play, you didn't get all the feathers. 
Um, all, all right. right. You well, got your answer, Bobby, but you're banned from the site now. <laughs> Sorry, Bobby. <laughs> Sorry, Bobby. Bobby ben- banned. <laughs> Bobby Benia, no longer allowed to email in uh, mm-hmm. the podcast. All right, Abby, what's next? Okay, Alex, will you read this one from Andrea, please? Sure thing. Andrea says, hello. First time, long time. There are references to the band Oh, not Pup. this one again. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> there are references to the band Pup in the new Paper Mario game. There are references to comedy podcasts and games like The Last of Us 2 and Mortal Kombat 11. Last of Us 2, the funniest game. One of my tiny joys <laughs> at my graphic design job is sometimes inserting extremely niche references uh, to things I like in harmless ways that no one but me would recognize. Is this something you've ever done at a job? Do you have a favorite subtle deep cup reference from outside the sphere of games that somehow made its way into a game? Well, I mean, I think for the second part of this question, I mean, I don't know if people noticed how much I love drinking Schweppes on our streams and content. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Um, <laughs> I will say that uh, it, for my job here, uh, maybe half the, the decks I write for any given video are a reference to some other weird thing oh, that really? I don't expect anyone to get. I, I I hate it. I think it's my real answer. I don't like it. I don't oh, okay. like it when it's in my content. I think it takes me out of it. I think it cheapens it. And I think usually there'd probably be a better line that wasn't trying to be like a wink and nod to a thing they like, except for all those times they reference the delicious crispy bubbles of Schweppes. Mm-hmm. 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 All right. Well, there goes my career. Guess I should just quit now. <laughs> <laughs> um, I... I, I, th- I think it depends how subtle and, or how obvious, mm. right? Like, uh, yeah, I think that's mm-hmm. right. Like if there's a first of all, as long as it's not a deeply offensive thing tucked into a background of a game that you thought you were getting away with. Oh god. Let's, let's, put, right. let's put that aside because <laughs> unfortunately that's happened. So let's put that aside and say this is a fun reference that is uh I I think it's fun when something like that po- I'm always a little tickled when something about giant bomb pops up in some other form of media, oh, not necessarily video true. games, but like in a cartoon or something like that. Um and I think that's always a little fun. So, yeah, I think it depends how subtle, how on the nose, like if it's a character that is a main character you're talking to is trying to reference somebody's favorite band. I think that's maybe a little too on the nose. But if there's like a background poster for something that you wouldn't necessarily notice unless you knew that thing, I think that can be fun. I, I think it depends yeah. on, on the how over the uh, uh, over the hitting you over the head with it. It goes to make the point of like, see, wink, wink. I'm saying the thing. So. I think that's very fair. I think you raise a lot of good points, Vinny. And thank you very much. I think much. you've moved my answer to be less extreme. Yeah, I, well, I had to bubble it up uh, in like a, I wanted to carbonate the discussion. I wanted to really. Mm. I can't think of a good way to, to describe this. Uh, really wanted to. Sounds real schweppy. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> I really wanted to to schwep that up a bit. Uh, what's mm. next, Abby? Okay, um, let's read this one from Mac, please. Um, Vinny. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, thanks. <laughs> Do it again, Vinny. <laughs> uh, Max says, lots of games feature cooking meals as a way to boost your stats or replenish your health. If you could have any video game character cook for you, ooh, who would it be? What meal would you have them prepare for you? Thanks, Mac. Okay, can I answer this quickly? I think I have the answer right out of the gate here. It is the cat chef from Monster Hunter. I want that meal. I want whatever that that cat chef is cooking up. Do it. I want the whole song and dance. I want all the cats to do it. And I want, uh, I have, literally, I think I took a photo of this. This is a true story and showed my wife that meal and was like, I I want this for my birthday. This is the present (laughs) I want. Can you try and make this meal? Oh, it looks so delicious. That is so good. That's my answer. 
Wow. Okay. Uh, that's a good one, and one I would certainly pick for myself. Uh, just for the, in the in the interest of having a different answer, uh, any given ramen chef in any Yakuza <laughs> game, I am totally happy to it's have fair. them cook for me. I, whatever they want to make me, I'm in. I'll try your ramen, please. I just want to hang out with Kiryu in your tiny little fucking food stall and eat your ramen. That's all I want. <laughs> I think for me, what I would want is, you know how some games, I feel like I, I remember it specifically in like a lot of like the Mario games, like Mario Party type stuff where they are on like a world that looks like a giant cake. You know what I mean? It's just yes. like big food. Oh man. But they're like little that? and running around and like doing like a Mario Party board game on it. I want that. I want like a Willy Wonka world where I can just like eat the food that's big. Oh yes. Let's totally. do that. I don't really have a game that I'm like super hungry for. <laughs> it's not a thing I notice. I don't know. Or at least I'm not uh, having trouble remembering. So uh, what if you can go into your basement with a sledgehammer, uh, just pick any spot, break the wall and there's a fully cooked turkey just waiting, piping fully cooked turkey just waiting oh, like for you. Like a there. wall turkey? Yeah. <laughs> or like, like up what if it was like a wall pop tart? <laughs> what if you can walk down the, the suburbs, just kick over a trash can and a juicy hamburger just falls out of, mm. uh, of the trash can? Just like freshly, freshly plated? <laughs> freshly plated and it, when you eat it, you actually feel really good. Uh, <laughs> That might, yeah, I want the final fight chef to come through my town at night and stock all the 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 garbage. Would you eat it? Would you? Okay, would you eat it? A <laughs> a wrapped a wrapped hamburger that you kicked the trash can and it fell out. It's such a stupid <laughs> question because you're just. It's just like okay, if someone. So you're saying someone just put like a freshly wrapped Wendy's burger under a garbage can and you're just like all right well that's there and no, it's, it's not, in the like, in the garbage can this reminds me of do you guys remember oh. when there was like that news story where someone in queens found like a bag of like hot ish in and out burger it was like a bag of wrapped no. in and out burger found in queens and people were like how the fuck did this get into queens it's a west coast thing and they like tracked on that the is actually and a good question it. that is it was like right. It was fascinating. It was like basically this girl, she was like over there and she like flew home and like on the way home, she like dropped it or something. Oh, that's what they want you to believe. What really, there was mm -hmm. like a, a weird, uh, almost slightly bigger human sized de depression <laughs> missing from a building as well, uh, where the time sphere came exactly. in and out and, and you couldn't take the Wendy's home with or the in and out burger home with you. Yeah. But out yeah, flew left a it human from a plane. Yeah, still hot. Yeah. yeah exactly. Whatever. <laughs> um, yeah. No, no backlog, nothing, uh, Nothing, nothing, nothing okay. doing it for me. A bug yeah. snack. You can have. <laughs> you want the chef sure. bug snacks? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, sure. Although I kind of feel bad about eating stuff in that game, but all right. Uh, crab apple. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Heavy. What's next? That was the last one. Okay. Uh, no corrections. We made it. Uh, look at this. Right on time. Thank you very. Okay. Um, Maybe. <laughs> Sorry, okay. You're right. Something's in my eye. It'll be eye. fine. Okay. Um, Abby's Walk winking. Wink Walk if you need help. Uh, <laughs> thank you very much, everybody, for listening. We are. We will be back next week. Thank you very much, Alex Navarro. Thank you very thank much. You. I'm going to start playing the music here. Um, Good idea. Yeah. That's, you know, I'll run this down. Thank you, Abby Russell. Thank you for having me. Uh, and thank you, Jeff Bacalar. Jeff, um, you, next pinball stream is not not on the books yet. No, we'll do it a week from Sunday. Can you pipe in? A, can you put a fake crowd behind you in like your <laughs> living room for the pinball stream? Yeah, I'll will talk to the producer, but I'm sure we could arrange that. Can yeah, we also do a ten second yeah. delay and beep out all your swears? Oh no! Yeah, take the fun well, I don't I don't swear on that. That's a family show. Come on.
Um, <laughs> if you want to go check out, we got uh, we had Deep Rock Galactic from earlier this week. We've got uh, um, uh, Grounded, which we played. There's both an unfinished and then uh, a very special version where I have all uh, four of us up and the Sea of Thieves uh, <laughs> placard I made. Uh, you can also watch the Sea of Thieves we played. Uh, Abby, I'm sorry you weren't able to join Me for too. the back half I of was that. excited was... for Sea of Thieves for like months. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We'll do another one where it's the two of us again uh, yes. and then hopefully uh, th that two person boat was a lot of fun. Yeah, um, Alex, you drumming this week? Or I see yeah, uh, tonight? I'll be playing tonight. I will be playing entirely random songs. Oh, I'm just going to hit the random oh, song button. <laughs> bye. See everybody. Joy, watch Alex Trump. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> bye, everyone. <laughs>